Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today on Pin It Deep, we have two seniors from the Kentucky defense, Yusuf Corker and Devontae Robinson. Join the show. We bring back Man of the Week. And as always, retweet the episode for your chance to win the Pennant Deep signed ball. This week's winner is Andy E. We appreciate y'all listening, sticking with us all year long. It's Louisville week, L's down all the way. But again, retweet the episode for your chance to get in for the drawing of the signed Pennant Deep ball of every guest we've had this season. We really appreciate it. We've got a great episode for you guys. Just get into it. Welcome into another edition of Pin It Deep. My name's Brent Wayne. Scott atop a KS Bar and Grill, a lively KS Bar and Grill, with Miles Butler, Max Duffy. Um, I was about 20 minutes late, so Max just running the show today. Go ahead. Yeah, what are you doing? So we were supposed to start this podcast at uh, 5 p.m. It's now 5.25. Last time I checked, that's 25 minutes yep. uh, past 5, five o'clock. What's, what's the saying on that? It's like if you're if you're five, if you ain't five minutes early, you're 15, 15 minutes late. late. Okay, now there's been a lot of times, though, when I've been way earlier than you guys and waited on you all for a bit. Hey, 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 that's like saying uh, there's been a lot of days where I haven't killed people, but today I did, so give me a break. No, you're still going to jail. Well, I mean, there was also, well... Like, you mess up, what, like, that, that's like saying, that's like saying, I've been a faithful husband for 364 days of the year, just give me a break for this one day. Well, if it's leap year, you could probably get, a, get away with it. No. You're saying... So what, so what happened? Rupp Arena traffic. It's, it was game day. You didn't think about that before you took off in your car or vehicle? No. Because well, I'm off today. So I, I'm, put, I'm putting Oh, so that means work. your mind's off too. Yeah. You're off of yeah. work today. Yeah, right, so well, I can see this? you working. What is but this I'm, right here? Because I I love the grind and I love the podcast. I treat this as a job. You don't. The thing is that's what's the most sad part about this is this might be our last ever pin it deep from Lexington ever from this location. From this yes. location. Was it? And you've just you've basically shat in the podcast face. Shat. Give us two fingers straight up, the double salute, championship, mm. and said. Stuff you guys, I'll just do whatever I want. And I'll, that's, that's the respect I have for the podcast. It is not the last one we're doing here. We have a, well, we have a bowl game. Uh, hold on. So we've got two breaking news things to reveal. Um, you always hear, come here for your news. You hear things first from well, the pin of deep. I know one of the breaking news. First of all, we think that John Sumrall will be going to Troy, okay, head coach of Troy. Yeah, so that's number one. Didn't see that coming. Did number you? one, that's breaking news right there. You heard that here first. I bet you he goes. Number two, um, Pitt Deep will be going to Gainesville, uh, moving to Gainesville as a permanent location. Make of that what you will. Make of that what you will. But we will be moving to Gainesville. I like the weather there. Yeah, I think that's. I why think we're it's moving. a good spot. 
It's a good spot to be in. What do you think of games? So I think I think they're looking at they're looking at you for head coach candidacy or uh, what do you mean? No, we're talking about the Pinnacle Deep podcast. We will be moving. We'll be moving to Gainesville. So um, hopefully, Florida fans are as open to us as Kentucky fans. Correct. You were a big fan of Mullen. Did you shed a tear or two this week? Or I will stand by that it's a ridiculous move. Like LSU, Max said LSU should hire him. Can I just say he's a stud? You all thought I was dumb for picking Missouri. Once again, I, I come through. Well, you trusted Grant. Uh, and I said they'd be over 70 points, and they barely scored, which made no sense. Speaking but, of yeah, we, we, we will be Grant? following our favorite yep. balding coach to Gainesville, and I uh, can't wait. It's going to be a great it's atmosphere. Gonna We're going to introduce ourselves to the Florida fans. Hopefully they uh, get behind us as much as the Kentucky fans mm-hmm. did. Um, They've got a good Publix down there. I'm just going to go ahead and say this first so I can get in. Um, fuck you, Kentucky. Go Florida. Love everything about the Gators. Uh, I bleed whatever colors they wear. Uh, orange, blue and blue, orange. Yeah, blue and orange. And, uh, yeah, go, go Gators. I've never understood. I guess you just don't say it. What do you say about that whole phrase of if you're like a Louisville fan? Do you bleed red? Um, I don't know that they have hearts. True. 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 Do you have to have a heart to bleed? I guess so. Yeah. You'd, you'd think so, yeah. I mean, that's what creates the well, – that's the whole pulmonary – what's it called? The you're system. You're over my head now. System where it kind of goes in, goes in the aorta, doesn't it? Goes out aorta. the ventricle. Aorta. Aorta and the ventricle. Correct? Did you take anatomy recently? You seem <laughs> to know a lot about what's going on. I haven't learned anything about, like, the – the, uh, the so cardiovascular system? Yeah. Um, just very about quickly, that it doesn't school. sit comfortably with me to say that stuff about Kentucky football, so I take it all back. Take it all back. I okay. do. I retract. do take it all back. You are wearing I, blue and orange right now. I retract. Retra- I'm wearing my Wildcats shirt, so give and me a break. And your Florida hat. My Miami, Miami. hat. Miami, Miami hat, yeah. yeah. We have Got a, a good friend in, down in Miami. We so. have a friend in need right now, and I think people listening could help him out maybe. Our fellow punter, Grant McInnes. Mm-hmm. He's in a bit of a pickle. Well, I yeah. think Max could all, well, – we'll talk about Grant, and then we've got to talk about your uh, Twitter spree on Saturday. So, my good friend Grant McInnes rang me up. Me and him uh, have been having lots of discussions recently about a venture that might be coming up down the road. Um, and he said to me, uh, yeah, no, I'm sweet, because as soon as the season's done, like, my lease ends on, like, the Sunday after the Arkansas game, so – uh, I'm just going to go live with Sarah and then uh, we can kind of sort things out from there. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, that, that's good. He goes, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I didn't have to stick around in Missouri for too long. So uh, Sunday after the season, lease is done. I can get out of there. Well, unlucky Grant, you made a bowl game and now you have <laughs> nowhere to live. And I think he sh- they should push him to the streets for the disrespect. What if he just does the thing where he's like, bowl game, getting ready for the draft, don't want to injure myself. I'm just pulling out of the bowl game because he's got to get ready for the draft. Um, the military draft? Is that what you mean? Because there would be no other draft that he would be going towards. Definitely not the NFL. Well, yeah. How would you feel if he got drafted in the NFL draft and you didn't? Uh, I'd be extremely happy for Grant. I bet you would. <laughs> I bet you would. I would know that it's a just and fair world and everything yep. um, that is supposed to happen to good people happens to good people. That's what I would know. <laughs> That's what you would say. A little tongue-in-cheek yeah. there, I think. Uh, put but him yeah. to the streets, though. Did he, genuinely, the like, he genuinely does not have – He well, has I mean, nowhere to stay. I'm serious. That was a serious tweet. Yes, he has nowhere to say. And that's what I'm saying. If you're a people listening from Missouri, which Columbia, Missouri, which lots of people do, Mm -hmm. do not let him stay in your house. Do not let him use your spare bedroom. Do not even let him use your outhouse. Don't let him use anything. Streets. That's, I think Leave I, him on the streets. I think when I said we need some help on here, people assumed I, we would be asking him to take him in. It's the opposite. No, no, I need you to keep him out. I want him out. 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 O-U-T. 
We um, actually, you think he could sleep at the facility? We had someone do that once. We've no, we well, we've had multiple people. So Josh Pascal does it. I'm pretty does sure because I've never seen him leave. He's okay. always there, first one there, last one. Well, I don't know that he leaves. So <laughs> I don't know if you can be first one there if you never leave. <laughs> right. Well, you um, can be first one. Elijah there. Barnett sleeps at the facility. You just couldn't be last one out. Correct. Um, Elijah Barnett always yep. sleeps at the facility. Uh, Yusuf, he's coming on a little bit. He's there a lot. I could see him sleeping in the facility, mainly just, you know, if he's having a tough night with the baby crying a little bit, he comes sleeps at the facility. Yeah. That's about it. Do, do we have anyone else? No, I forget who it was. There was a D lineman when I played, I think my first year. Yeah. And during camp, he brought, a, he brought an air mattress in and he slept at the facility. Josh Allen. True. It wasn't Josh Allen. No, we've I forget. We've already. Like he had actually lived at the facility. We've had a couple of air issues with air mattresses yeah, we recently. We don't yeah, need yeah, to. We get please into don't bring that up. Yeah, yeah, bad, bad, bad um, scene. But in all seriousness, to get back on uh, topic a little bit, um, you've heard it here first from Pinnett Deep, and I hate to see him go because I think he's one of the greatest coaches we have. You always enjoy going upstairs and talking to him, but and I don't know anything as in like in, any inside information, but Sumrall's going to Troy. What makes you think that? Used to coach there, wanted him last time. Um, he coaches out. AD's gone, I think. No, AD might still be there, the one that wanted to bring him in. Uh, told him he didn't have enough experience last time. Can't tell me two more seasons in the SEC football hasn't given him enough experience now. Well, maybe he wanted experience for him as a coordinator as opposed to a, to a, a linebacker's coach. Like what happens if Brad White leaves? Wouldn't they just slide Summerall in there, hypothetically? Yeah, and I could see him staying then. But he would I, stay I don't know. then. Yeah. yeah. Is he not co-coordinator right Could now? Could be one of the biggest mass exodus of coaches of all time. Think about this, honestly. Like, and this is – we love Kentucky football, so we hope none of this happens. Mm-hmm. But you could genuinely see some role to Troy, Coach White, I don't Somewhere. know, he would get anywhere, a, he get something, yeah. right? Cohen after one really good season. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, straight I don't, back to the NFL or something like that. Where would he go? LSU, somewhere like that. Nah, Cohen. Well, okay, if Stoops leaves, you don't think he would bring some Stoops, of these Stoops, Stoops, yep. And that's what I'm saying. If Stoops goes, there goes Vince. Okay. There goes on. everyone. Hold on. I, I know that this is a concern. I'm already out. Miles is gone. I've yeah. been gone. Pinnett Deep's gone to Gainesville. That would be the biggest loss, yeah. wouldn't it? This is all, I feel like there's a solid 2% chance of all this happening, though. I, it's better than one. Oh, Much better than half. No. 0. 0.5. Okay, 0. 0.5, yes. But not half. Much better than 1.33. 1.25. If Florida offered Stoops a job, you don't think he'd take it? No. What Why? do you mean, Drew? Spe- Welcome, special Andrew guess. Franklin. Yeah, Drew's just booking our tickets to Gainesville as well. <laughs> yep. He's, you going to he's, Gainesville with us, Drew? Yeah. You coming to, he Ga- said you no coming to Gainesville? Well, when, when Stoops gets Stoops announced leaves, as the head that's coach. That's when we're leaving. Yeah. Yep. KSR's moving. Yeah. There we go. FSR. 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 GSR. GSR. Gator. Gainesville. Gator Sports okay. Radio. Yeah. It's got a ring to it. Um, do we have anything else that we were going to talk about? You said you were running the show, so. Well, I didn't say I was running the show. You just turned up late. So if you don't turn up, I have to run the show, yes. <laughs> There's a strip search currently going on between Max and Drew. I mean, we haven't talked about the game yet. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the game yeah, sucks. So I went to, I went to see, I went to the see suite. Drew. I went up to the suite. Uh, got called up to the suite at about with outside of the common people again. I know. I hate to say that. Yeah. Well, and I hate that you have to do that. I know it's tough. I go up there and you know, um, just look down upon everyone and. What do they um, make you sucks. do up there? Uh, not a whole lot. Well. So <laughs> I, I just have a good time up there. I saw us just. Absolutely dominate them, obviously. Uh, Will had a few issues throwing some picks, but 
We look pretty good. I can't wait. I really, we don't need to talk about New Mexico State because, I mean, it is what it is. What are you going to say? I, I still can't name one of their players. So, um, yeah, you know, I we have a huge game this week, and it would just be so disappointing if the season finished on a low, and I don't even want to speak it into existence, but I finished, if it finished on a low it's of losing to the Cards. It's such bullshit. That's a two-point spread. It, I, I, genuinely. Who, who, what has Louisville done? For them to have to be two point favorites over Kentucky, Cunningham's pretty handy. Sure, yeah, but so is Wandale. I mean, he's not our quarterback. No, he's not. But okay, I get it. Well, we also. I'm sorry, Miles. We could run the Sorry, Miles beat Lamar. I just want to. So. Say, I just want to preface. Okay, let's. let's <laughs> so if, if we can not, beat Lamar, we I can beat. Play that game. I just want to preface that when me and Miles went down to Atlanta earlier this year, Ole Miss versus Louisville, yep. we. Said Cunningham's re- – and I think we even said on the show, Cunningham's really, really He's good. Really good. Really good. And Is he, he the best player on the field on Saturday? Uh, like Before the game, is, is he the most talented player Saturday? Yes I would no? say Josh Pascal probably. Is the, but, like, most impactful, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they go as he goes. Okay. I don't think they're going to beat us, but he's probably the most talented player. Well, yeah, sure, that's fine. But there's also been times when, like – you can make an argument that when Kentucky played Louisville a few years ago that Bud Dupree was the most dominant player on the field. I wasn't that here. didn't change anything. Know. No clue. Bud was pretty good. Bud was good. So was Adarius. We just I don't th- want to reverse Lynn Bowden game. No. Nah. Oh, you As mean like he, he runs runs Lynn ran all over yeah, them. We don't want him doing that to us. Spin zone, if Malik Cunningham were to run all over the Kentucky defense, wouldn't that lessen the chances of Summerall going to Troy? No, nah, not really because we we're banged up. So... I think I think uh, I could see this being, and every time we predict something, I feel like the opposite happens. So we're going to get but blown out. I, no, 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 no. Out. I could see this being like 52-51 type thing. Yeah. Or like 52-55, 60. Like, seriously, uh, just a huge scoring game because we're going to have to make tap- tackles in the open field, which we <laughs> can't most of the time recently. So we're going to talk stop. to some of the boys about it. Yeah. Um, and they're not going to be able to stop us ever. Like, we could just hand the ball to Chris every single play this week, and they won't be able to stop it. Kentucky's always had their way with scoring points against Louisville, yeah, even we'll when they haven't been great. Yeah, so. It's just going to be a, a massive shootout. Um, but if you want to see the fallout from the Louisville game, where should you go on Sunday, Brent? Tin roof. Where should you go on Sunday, Miles? Tin roof. Up to the roof. Where should you go, Brent? Tin roof, but what time? Uh, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. till 3.30 again, just like yeah. last time. Please make it out to tin roof. It'll be because so fun. It'll be really fun, just like last time. There'll be a few of the guys down there from the team because they'll be celebrating the season and the win over Louisville. Um, we'll have a good Do time. Do you want to say we're having on? We're going to try – yeah, hold on. We're going to okay. try to uh, keep it like last time where maybe it's not quite kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. So make sure you come down. But uh, we should kids. be uh, – don't bring the kids. Um, don't uh, – we're going to try and have it out this time, though, for an audio. Mm-hmm. Um, see how that goes. I'm there, so it should works. happen this time. But the guests... You need Thanderals. Uh, will be Will Levis. Wow. Are we happy with that? Will double L's down. The starting quarterback single for L's the Wildcats. Down Levis. Will Levis. Yep, yeah. that's the guy. We'll probably I, get... Okay, I didn't think the tweet was that great. Thought it was it, cool. thought it was decent. No. It was a little bit of... It's a little... A little bit of what? A mm, little bit of that. What's that? Like, What's that? A little sick, bit of this, a little sick. bit of that. Like, sick, dude. Sick. Right, cool. <laughs> like, someone like who, that's called. Like and I know their okay, you might claim that I do it a little bit, but it's like. A little bit. It's like low-hanging fruit. Like, just real cheap, like, little 
things just out to the fans, to just, and then they just eat it up. That's every you're not you real think. super smart, not yeah, real. Yeah, you mean like your entire Twitter on Saturday? Yeah. How how was that any of that low hanging fruit? I never once said like, oh, I bleed blue, or like, go Kentucky, or anything like that. I said, fuck you, Grant McInnes, <laughs> and I said, I'd love to know what gets beneath Dick every now and then. Who? Oh, Dick Gabriel? Dick Gabriel, yeah, because he said to me that one of my tweets was beneath me, and I said, I'd love to see what's beneath him. Then use the hashtag Big Blue Insider. Yeah. <laughs> oh, He's a good man, goodness. Dick. Love can we get him on one day? I'd like to we'll chat. Yeah, we could, can we get him? Like, we could do He'd that do between the us. dead period between uh, the Louisville game and bowl season. Hey, that, so that's the other that, thing as well. We want to know. We want to hear from the fans. Yeah. Get what Dick out guys, the tin roof. What do you, <laughs> what do you guys – there's plenty of Dick at tin roof. Um, get, get you guys that are listening to uh, give us some recommendations of what you'd like to hear during the next few weeks um, in the lead-up to the bowl game. We've got a few ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think we're going to get some past players on if we can. Uh, we think we're going to get uh, some more coaches, seeing as they'll have a little bit more time. Yeah. So we should be able to get a few more different guests that we maybe don't have access to all the time. Um, but if you guys have any better ideas than that, firstly, keep your recommendations to yourself because we don't want them. Yep. Uh, but no, if you do have them, uh, we're more than happy to listen and see if we can fulfill anyone's fantasies out there. I'd be interested to see what people want. Yeah, I would be too. It'd be interesting to see. You guys got that look in your eye and I'm pretty scared. What look? The, the look. I've seen the look a few times. I've, I, I can't episode? put my finger on what the look leads to. It, it's just an avenue of unfortunate events. It's not going to be good. For me, it, yeah. it usually ends up working out well for you guys, but bad for me. Like having to sleep on a deflated air mattress. Uh, you didn't How did to. that work or, out well for us? I just, or, I just had to sleep in a bed. Or the next night having to sleep on the couch because I was going to be nice and lend the, the bed to Max. He's our friend from Australia. Yep. And then at 5 in the morning, he turns it on because it's deflating and it sounds like a jet engine and wakes me up. Yeah, well, yeah, too. I, I could hear some applause when I actually put the Well, it's because you turned on the on. tennis game from Australia yeah. that I was know. going on. I could hear a tennis match and I could hear a lot of – I could hear someone was clapping for the ability for me to be able to put that air mattress on, which was nice because I always – I always feel, uh, I guess, really good about myself when I get some applause, just like when I used to when I played football, you know, jump off the field. Yeah, yep, thank Good some, job, Max. Some clapping Congrats. action, yep. yep. Let's move on. Let's, uh, should we get to the interview? We have two of the greatest defensive Kentucky footballers of all time. Mm-hmm. Could both be draft picks. Yep. Good. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, both, one has kid on the way, one has kid. Old. One is married. One is soon to be married. I'm not sure if D. Rob's married. Okay, We're gonna have to ask him that. Yep. But uh, let's get to yep. it, huh? Great. Joining us now on Pin It Deep ahead of the Louisville game, we have two seniors, I believe, right? Yusuf yep. Corker and yeah. Devonte Robinson. Congrats on making it to hey. the journey. Whoa. Yep. Congrats. Yep. Yep. How are yep. we feeling about that? I'm feeling good, you know, six years in and, and we're getting to the end. So. Okay, um, this might be obvious. I just don't watch a lot of media stuff. For both of you, we'll start with Yusuf, then we'll go D-Rob. Is this like the last ever regular season game you play? Because I don't know if that's a definite thing, not a definite thing. What is it? Definitely. I already okay. accepted my uh, invite to the recent season. Oh, you did so, too. Congratulations. Yeah, so hey, you're following in my footsteps. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, hopefully you can give me some pointers after this. So, uh, <laughs> so what to expect. But, yeah, definitely accepted that. Very we- thankful for that. And, uh, yeah, so this will be my last regular season game. So We got to talk about that, though, because Max pointed out on Twitter about how Luke said. Oh, hold on. No, we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> okay. will. We will. All Just, right, yeah. Let's yeah. D-Rob. Yeah, this will be my last regular season game as well. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any – Bowl invites, but 
it'll know, come. I'm still, it'll come. It'll I'm come. still working towards this. So. All right. How Wait, did you all have the option to come back this year? I know it got messed up with the COVID. I didn't know if they put it back in well, this year too or what. I think I do have an extra year. I'm just I'm not gonna. You could do year <laughs> seven because yeah, yeah. you gotta think like I got hurt. Yeah. yeah, and then COVID happened, so I never got my medical retro year. You could leave here with a PhD. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, medical doctor almost. Yeah, actually. Um. Yeah. Okay. Start with Yusuf again. Uh huh. Being. Semi-serious for one second. How uh, how sad is it that you're going into? Because I know I was pretty sad when I went uh-huh. to my last game. Miles would have been the same. Brent never played, so it doesn't matter for him. <laughs> um, the end of the ha- season's still sad, though. Uh, I bet. How, uh, how sad and kind of uh, what's the emotions been like this week leading into the final game? Well, actually, the last pass game was more sad because this is my last time at Kroger Field. Yep. So, yep. And this upcoming game is not going to be that much sad because, you know, you got the bowl game yep. after it. So it's kind of like, well, I still got one more. So. Yep. But just ending on a good note, keeping the uh, Governor Cup, hopefully that's the trophy that we play. Yep. Yeah, keeping it at home. So it's going to be kind of emotional for me. But just knowing that I had that bowl game in the back of my mind, it won't be that sad. But I am going to cherish the moment and enjoy it with my teammates. J-Rod, what you got? I feel like it's a, it's a bittersweet moment because yeah. you never know uh, what's actually going to come after your last game. So uh, to me, I just want to go down there and just like you said, I want to I want to bring that that Governor's Cup back home. I want to keep it in Lexington. So and Miles, I know like for me, it's like it's so uh, college sports is so unique in terms of it's the only sport in the world I would say, unless you're about to correct me, okay. where you don't get to decide when you finish. Like now, okay, if you play NFL, you can get cut. You go NBA, you can get cut. But like you could be the best player in college, and they're like, no, you can't play again. You're done. You're finished. You high, know what I mean? high school would be the same way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, okay, but, like, after your college football career finishes, for yep. me and you, we uh, didn't, unfortunately, get any other offers after that. Uh, and you know what I mean? So then, like, you don't. Even if you're playing well at that sport, you, you can never play it again. Are you looping us in together as, like, I had equal opportunities as you? Yeah. I don't think that was the case. I think you got a phone call or two. I got a phone call from the businesses. Firm. Yeah, from the accounting firms, not for any, hey, any NFL teams. And for you guys, so – I messaged Luke at the start of last week, and I said, hey, buddy, you've got three weeks left. You've got the final home game. Mm-hmm. You've got the final regular season game down Louisville, and then you've got the bowl game. I'm not saying good luck, best wishes for all three, so pick one, okay? <laughs> yeah. Do you have to tell the – do you want all three, or are you going to pick one? Which one's the most meaningful, you think? I feel like the senior day, last day at Kroger Field is more meaningful. Okay. I would say the last game at Kroger Field – but honestly, I'm leaning more towards Louisville because that rivalry is just, you know, growing up here, that's like, uh-huh. yeah. that's a big game. So, speaking about yeah, Kroger Field though and stuff like that, like genuine, I know people like we hear it played and we see you all line up for my old Kentucky home. Mm-hmm. Is it is it actually like as emotional as it looks for you guys to have to hear that like one last time before Very the emotional. game starts? Very. Just singing this song for the last time, just being in the locker room, you going through all your favorite memories. I'm actually going to top on one of my favorite memories. When Josh Pascal blocked the, uh, we was playing Florida yep. you know, this past year when he blocked the kick, and uh, one of our freshmen, uh, Wallace, Wallace caught yeah. it, yep. and we all started blocking for him. And then for a split second, when he just breaks through, you could feel like the noise. Like I don't know how to really describe it, but have you ever been by a loudspeaker and you just feel the beat like yeah. in your stomach and gut? Yeah. That's how it felt, and you could feel the ground shaking. I was just running down screaming. Square was to my left, uh, Ben Bruce to my right. It was just a magical moment at, the, at that time. That was probably one of my best memories there. So Man. that's your favorite Kroger Field moment? That was my favorite Kroger Me Field Me and Miles moment. were in the stands that night, and, dude, that's the loudest I think I've ever heard And it, it. kept building. Yeah. Because he blocked yeah, the kick, and it went nuts. Then we then got we it. Then we have it yeah. higher. Then he broke free, and it was like, oh, God. Like, the final 10 yards was just nuts. Insane. Yeah. yeah. 
What, what's your uh, favorite Kroger Field memory? I would have to say beating Florida at home too. That one's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was that was a special night. <laughs> because we got so close a couple times as well. Yeah. Like so, you guys would have been around. I think when you forgot to put eleven people out in the field, or no one took the wide receiver, whatever yeah, happened. That was my yeah. first year. Right? Yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh. And then. Chance Paul, bless his soul, he missed the field goal. <laughs> he hurt us a little bit one night. Yeah. So we got so close, and then to finally get it done, you guys must have been mm-hmm. so – and I was that super was... jealous. Yeah. Um, how long did you both stay out on the field for after the final game? Because I know, for me, it was like we played South Carolina and kind of sucked because it was COVID year. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to stay out there for, like, the whole night. But how it was long so did, cold. Yeah. <laughs> how long did you guys stay out there for after the game and just soak it all up? Honestly, I, I didn't even go in the locker room to, like, hear the speech. Me and Sadrax, we ran around. We gave fans high fives yeah. just for being out there. And we just sat on the field and just kind of embraced the moment. Like, this is our last time in this stadium. Yeah. What so, color jersey did they give you all? The anthracite jersey. How would you feel about that? Good? Bad? I like it. Yeah, you like yeah, it? I, yeah. think it's, I think it's pretty dope. As for me, um, I just went around shaking everybody's hand, went to the locker room, he gave his speech, and after that, I actually went up to the stands and sat with my wife, and we are just sitting there talking. You know, it's been a long journey, and then the stadium actually cleared, and, and I haven't realized that I've been – actually, after the game, I've been sitting there for like 30 minutes, and it really didn't hit me. I was like, man, I got to go in the shower. Like, I got <laughs> to hurry up. Plus, I had like 20 family members. They was like, all right, where are we finna go eat at? So, but – just sitting there, just reminiscing was amazing. Dude, it's such a special moment, so I encourage you guys to do the same thing next week and then for the bowl game too, because mm-hmm. you never get that moment back, so you want to take it for all you can. I know Drake Jackson, I reckon, after the last bowl game last mm-hmm. year, was out in the field for about an hour and a half and just mm-hmm. refused to go back in the locker room because he's like, dude, this is the last time I'm ever going to wear this stuff. And so he was pretty upset about it. But it is, it's a cool moment, but it's, uh, it's bittersweet, it I is. would say. Especially because mm-hmm. it's like the last time all the guys will be together. So. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, like, that's another thing, just – Talking with the guy. That's one thing I am going to miss is just the locker room. Probably the best, I think, best thing about playing football is when we just sitting around talking, especially if it's a play that you missed up or somebody else missed up and you just explain it to your <laughs> friends and everybody's just laughing while watching film. That's one of the best moments in the locker room and, and the camaraderie. It's, it's amazing. Wait, do you, oh, yeah. do you have any plays like that that you can remember off the top well, of your head? Well, I've got one. Uh, okay. So, okay. So I want you guys to give me your favorite maybe like ever meeting moment or whatever, but my favorite one, and it comes off a bad week. But when we lost to Ole Miss last year, uh-huh. and Stoops had us, because we had to do it in the indoor last year, and uh, Stoops was talking through the play where Jamin gave him the thumbs, thumbs up. up. I was finna say thumbs yes, up. Yes. And Stoops said, if you ever do that to me again or something, you're done. And he was just, and he kept doing this during the meeting. We, we need more. Okay, explain I need to explain it, explain it better. It. Okay, so we're watching film against Ole Miss, and Stoops is on the sidelines screaming out like, pop, pop or something, whatever yeah. the tight end does. <laughs> and Jamin was like, yeah, yeah, got it. Gave him a big thumbs up and the tight end did it. They got a touchdown. Jamin didn't even go with him and Stoops played it. And I've never seen him really do that in a team meeting before. And he played that. As bad as that moment was at the time, now I look back, I think it's hilarious. Especially because of how good Jamin turned out yeah, to be exactly. that season. Yeah. What about you guys? What you got? D-Rob, you got one? Uh, I would say 2018 when we watched the final play of the Florida game. Yeah. Touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, when he did the, the football IQ stuff and he just put it up, he was like, D-Rob, you're right on the line. He was like, just cross the line. And I'm like, I thought I did, Coach. I mean, I'm sorry, but, you know. Yeah, so for that's the, one of those moments I go back and I just laugh at all the time. So, for people listening that, for some stupid reason. No, we remember this play. Yeah. <laughs> D-Rob got right down to the goal line against Florida. Should have just stepped across. End up, you got the touchdown yeah. though, right? Okay. You also could have just taken a knee an too. An extension like to that, is that your coolest moment of playing? 
Oh, yeah. That's, that's your that's favorite one moment? My favorite moment. Is that yeah. the only touchdown you've gotten? Yes. What, what, what a big one it was, though. Dude, that was crazy. One of the greatest. Oh, and man. I just remember there was so much confusion going on with what the hell was happening oh, in that game. It was just so loud. Like, to me, I didn't hear a whistle. Like, so that everyone was one telling the, me to go. I didn't hear them. I'm just like, man, like, I don't know what's going that on. That was one of the first road games I, I ever went to. And, like, the, the friend I was with had a video going. And the whole time I was just like, pick up the fucking ball. P- pick up the ball. Pick up the ball. <laughs> and you finally did it and scored. And the whole time I'm like, it's a touchdown. Everyone's looking at me like, no, you idiot. Like, it's an incomplete pass. And it c- comes out that it was a touchdown. Um, but another play we that had, was – We had two handy punts that night too. I think one one of our punters put the ball on the one and five in the last quarter in the big moment. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty handy from him. Who punted first? I don't know. I can't remember, but he was pretty good. Um, well, of all the plays in that game, those are two I don't remember <laughs> at, at all. Remember at all. No. Yusuf, you got a moment? Uh, a moment where I got, uh, got messed up. Probably, uh, I want to say my red shirt freshman year. It was actually at Florida, what you was talking about. And uh, I was on kickoff return. One of my first times ever being on kickoff return. I was the right center. And I don't know if you guys know, but being on kickoff return is one of the hardest things to do on the field because people are running 30 miles an hour at yeah. you, yeah. full speed, not trying to avoid you, just trying to run you over. And I get there, I settle, and I turn. As soon as I turn, it was a linebacker dead in my face, and he, I just got ran over. What Helmet almost came – Florida. <sighs> Helmet almost comes off. And I was like, this guy hit me so hard. I was like, I can't let this dude hit Lynn. So I tackle him. I just grab his leg. And that was my second holding penalty, I think. And I come to the sideline. And the Stoops is, t- like, yelling at me, just screaming at me. And I just told him, I was like, if you're not holding, you're not trying. <laughs> and he, he, he kind of gave me a smirk, like a little laugh. And then he just sent me out to the sideline. Like, right. Yeah, I got, I got ran so over. It hurt him. He would have held a the, lot in his day. When the season starts, right, we go through, like, just introductory special teams, mm-hmm. like, clips. And we have, like, obviously, like, kickoff cover. And the funniest one is, and we, for some reason, we always use it as a teaching tape, not because of the thing that I'm about to say, but just because, I don't know, something happened in the play where we had to use it. When it's against Florida and D-Square just gets blown oh, up. Oh, and every year we use it because of the other teaching stuff in it. And you just, everyone's just watching D-Square just get smacked <laughs> every single time. See, see, that's the one thing about our special teams. Like, everybody's in the room. Like, head coach, yeah. offense, defense, we're all in the room. So, when you get messed up, you just hear, ooh. Like, when I got ran over, you just hear everybody go, ooh. Like, who is, who is that? Who's like, that? Like, you, just put, you just put your head down like, oh, man. You ever play it off? Like, another teaching tape was... I think it was in uh, 17 we played Florida at home. And this is when I was a gunner on punt. And I literally just got driven out of bounds. <laughs> and Coach Matt Zaggs uses that clip all the time. And that's the one Mushi called on yeah, the one yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, don't be like this guy. Be like Mushi. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, what was the, uh, what was the meeting room like? Because a few weeks have passed now. I think we can talk about it, about the Georgia game. Uh, obviously, first quarter. Fumble sitting right there. No one jumps on it. Kind of similar to the one at Florida. How bad was that teaching moment? Very. I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit. But uh, I was actually in coverage, and then I look back, and I just see the ball on the ground. I'm thinking, okay, somebody deflected. Deflect it's an incomplete it, yeah. pass. And I just see a Georgia running back just running, jumps on it, and they almost get a first down. And Stoops is going absolutely crazy. I mean, he's not just turning red. Like, he's he's almost purple. Like, this man is screaming at us. <laughs> and he was really yelling at uh, Jaquez because he was the yeah. closest to the ball. And I was just, I was just thinking, like, what happened? Like, what, what's going on? I thought we had a penalty. Something. It was like it was a fumble. He jumped on it, and everybody was just like, "Oh uh-huh. man!" And we just had our head, and that kind of, that kind of look killed the momentum yeah. right there. That's kind of the turning point that we kind of needed. How look. big are those kind of plays? Like, Very. So if Very. you all get the stop there, I think it goes to fourth down. Are y'all feeling good about maybe the rest of the game? Like, it was actually, I want to say, it was like football is s- a fickle sport. So. It was like second and ten, and if we recover that, you know, it's our ball. And then it, it went from being, you know, what I'm saying our ball to like from second to ten to like. 
third and two. Yeah. And I think they scored on that drive. So yeah. things like that, those are that's very, very big. And also, like, looking at it, like, if you would have scooped it, that's a – That was a scoop. That could have been scoop and scored. Score. Yeah. yeah, that was a touchdown. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more just personal careers and stuff as we go. But got a big week coming up this week um, <laughs> against the worst team in the country. Terrible. Um, how's the meeting room been this week? What's, uh, what's the big fella had to say? Did he get, have much to say today in the meeting? Kind of like what he always says, you yeah. know, just go about our business day yeah. by day and, and we just got to play more physical and go out there and play our game. Yeah, what do you really like, say? Yeah, what, do you have, what was his Monday <laughs> quote today? What was, what was his quote? Cool? He usually has something. Because he had the Batman no rope, went for Georgia, right? Yeah, yeah, Batman yeah. no rope. And yeah. also, you guys confirm or deny, he said burn the ships like five times during the yeah, Georgia yeah, speech. Yeah, right? yeah, thank, thank you. Thank okay, you. did he have anything yeah. this week? Really, his big emphasis was just on just the rivalry. I know he played a little hype video to get us going, but just just coming out and being physical and just playing our game. And if we all just play together and do – everybody does their job, I mean – most, we're going to come out with the victory. Did he have, in the hype video, did he have the Jordan Jones with the trash can? No. Did he try and fire you up with that? You know what? We actually haven't ever talked about that. You guys were on that team, right? Yes. I was, yeah. How, how, like, how crazy was it, genuinely? Like, being on the field. I know in the stands it was pretty, like, pretty yeah. rough. But being oh, down man. there, it's full-on WWE breaking down on the sideline. Trash can's fun. I think, yeah, Denzel, I think this was 2017. This was my first year. I was registered, so I'm on the sideline. And I just see a fight break out. And I don't have any equipment, so I'm not finna just run on the field just blindsided or nothing. <laughs> you could so have grabbed just, the trash can. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there watching. And I see Denzel pick up the trash can. He's finna dump it on the O-lineman. And the O-lineman caught it and pushed it back, and he fell. <laughs> and that day we lost both fights. We lost the game and we lost that fight. I'm not going to lie. We I thought bad. that was a genius tactic, though. It was. Because oh, if man. you could have somehow gotten Lamar out of the game, we would have had a good chance. Yeah, we'd have. Really good chance. I, th- I was surprised he didn't get kicked out of the game. And wow. I think had it been any other quarterback in the country. 100% they would have kicked yeah. him out, but not Lamar. But, I mean, that's why Jordan got to stay in the game, too. I think you know? if everybody didn't join in, they'd have kicked him out. But I, sent, yeah. I yeah. think because since everybody joined in, it was – That's when they gave us like, yeah. what, a personal foul to everybody? Yeah. 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 I, mean, I got one. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the field, so I was up close. I'm over trying to pull people back. I'm just like, man, I just see a trash can in there. I'm like, oh, God. I remember the funny story about that, too, and this is just for, for me personally, is no one knew the trash can got out until like a week later. And because of that, like, a girl I used to date was sitting in the front row, and she got it and tweeted it, and it just went everywhere. And I was sitting there, well, like, oh, a unbelievable. A former staffer of ours also got into a fight pregame <laughs> of that game, and he used to have a picture of that in his room, but he's uh, no longer there, unfortunately. Were, you were – D-Rob, were you on the team in Louisville against 2014? No. No, when you were on that team, weren't you, when Which Stoops one? and Petrino yes, got into it? Yes, I was it? there. Yes. How was that? He – okay. Yeah, just tell I don't, it. I don't it think he'll care. The people that were red shirts that year that don't weren't going to play or anything basically said, we're not bringing you here for no reason. So, wink and nudge, if something goes down, be ready. We're not packing you on, we're not packing you on the bus to keep it warm. Could you imagine, and we don't want to get off topic too much, but could you imagine going to high school with Mark Stoops and getting on the wrong side of him and him calling all his Italian mafia friends from Youngstown to just come down for the fight? At, the, at the Stoops column? You'd, you'd turn up and you'd be like, all right, Stoops is – Challenge me. I'm ready to fight him. And there'd be like a hundred blokes behind And one of them's Vince. <laughs> yeah. Vince, oh, buff, yeah. buff. Buff would be there. Buff, fully, buff, yeah, buff would buff. be fully loaded. <laughs> definitely buff. Um, so we talked about Lamar. We've got another very mobile, good quarterback coming up mm-hmm. this week. You guys have probably gone through a little bit of tape and stuff like that by now. Yep. Tell us, uh, D-Rob, we'll start with you, what we should expect from the defense as a whole and what Louisville's strengths are and a bit about Cunningham too. Uh, we know their offense runs through him. And we know we gotta we gotta stop the run as always, 
and you just got to keep him contained because I feel like that's where he makes his big plays is with his legs. So just keeping him in the pocket and, and just making him throw the ball, getting like overthrows or whatever, and just trying to do stuff like that, and I feel like we'll come out with win. What do you think, Yusuf? I feel like just trying to put some pressure on him. Whenever he runs the ball, hit him and hit him hard, you know what I'm saying? Make him feel your presence. Uh, just try to make him feel uncomfortable. Because as D-Ross said, offense does go through him. He's a really good player, especially when he scrambles and everything like that. So when you got a chance to hit him, hit him. Let him, let him feel you. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. I was going <laughs> to say, yeah. being in, in the back half of the defense, how much do you guys enjoy like seeing a quarterback run get to the third level like are you guys like ex just excited to, to lay one on used to be but not anymore especially with sliding and new targeting yeah. things. Oh, like, yeah. it's kind of it's kind yeah it's kind of like iffy. the kyle trask thing from uh a few years ago when on the weekend on the weekend you guys would have heard it from ground level i could hear it up from the box that i was watching in when will took off and ran and he <laughs> smacked that guy helmet to helmet oh i was like <laughs> <laughs> if there's one quarterback i wouldn't want to be tackling it'd be will man he's, and he's yeah, just bold huge. about it too he's just yeah he doesn't care yeah that's um, a tough dude that's a tough thing. So, first of all, I guess, fuck Louisville. Secondly, are we going to win, and what's the score going to be? Of course we're going to win. Don't really know what the score is going to be. Hopefully they don't score that many points, which they probably probably won't. Uh, but just know that Kentucky's coming out with the win. Yeah. D-Roll, can you play second staying now? home. Good. Staying home? For the fourth year in a row. Fourth. Correct. Yep. We've yep. went, and I think on the last few, we've probably won by an average of, what, like 30-odd points? 45, yeah. 13, and 2019. And the year before that was 2018 was, what, 56? Worth, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. Is that the game you didn't play, Max? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, that was yeah. The, they got like 15 I flags. I don't know why we brought you. Luke punched the guy in the face or whatever happened. Oh, that is right. Yeah. Did what he really? for him. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, Luke punched someone in the face. Luke Fortner punched someone in the face. Someone in the face. Yeah. Speaking of Luke, Luke Fortner, yeah. we'll get to it right now. Yeah. 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 We'll get to it because it needs to be said. Okay. First of all, we hate Luke Fortner on the show. Fuck him. No. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We always ask the guests, our least favorite O-lineman, yep. that everyone's always said Luke, Luke so oh. far. So, first question, and you know what's coming up, Yusuf, so answer it appropriately. Least favorite O-lineman, uh, Yusuf, go. Least favorite? I don't have a least favorite. D-Rob, if you've got one, chime in too. You've been here six years. And Surely someone's pissed you off by now. I say, I'll say Darian. Oh, oh wow. yeah, I'll say That's Darian. our one first time, vote for Darian, actually. I'll never forget. We called four mod. I was coming to fit in the box. And wait, he just, wait, 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 wait. So, <laughs> run that back. You're talking to a fan yeah, and two specialists here. Yeah. So so dumb it down. So, basically, it was, a, it was in practice. It was a run play, and I'm going to come fill in the box. You know what I'm saying? Make a little thud on Chris, and I just see this big number. What is it, number seven, seven just come around the corner, just, just waylaid me. I was like, dang. He was like, I tried to go easy on you. Ever since that, yeah, it's, it's, it's Darian. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it wasn't the first time he did He did it like three other times, like in the past week. So, yeah, he's probably probably my least favorite. J-Rob? Uh, I'm trying to remember his name. This was my freshman <laughs> year. <laughs> I mean, it, it's been no Cole Mosier. That's what it was. Dang, that has been I remember a long freshman time. year on – I was on scout team. <laughs> oh, and I went up to Tuesday? block a pass. No, no, and no. this dude catches me in the air and just throws me to the ground. Well, you oh, you were here God. with the old uniforms, weren't you? No. I got here after that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was about to say, you, Miles Wells. That was like the Honestly. first year of the new uniform. All right, well, you, right, right, right. you can change your answer anytime you want because I don't know if you're aware or not, and you should be. He's got to be aware. So what happened was, right, the senior bowl invites come out, uh -huh. okay? Three guys on the team get a senior bowl invite, uh -huh. okay? So, you know, everyone should be happy for everyone. Luke posts on Twitter, 
Um, no one more deserving than this guy with the one of Josh Pascal. Yeah. So clearly, Josh Pascal more deserving than you, apparently, and more <laughs> deserving than DK. What a piece of shit. Um, have you had words? Have you thrown any haymakers at him walking past him, say, I'm not deserving, huh? No. I, hey, I backed you up. I also I said, did, I I said yeah. most deserving person was Yusuf. DK yeah. can stay off to the side. <laughs> most deserving person. And then I went after Luke on Twitter. I put, even put a poll out and said, who's the most deserving person for the senior bowl? Yusuf Corker. Josh Pascal, fuck you, Luke. That was the three <laughs> options, and fuck you, Luke, got a lot of likes. Yep. So what do you, have you had words to him yet? Well, now that you brought it up, I may have some words for him tomorrow, so I'll talk to him about that. But I guess I'll change my answer. My first year, my first year there, every, every old lineman in 2017, worst old lineman, don't like him. Because nobody told me about Cut Tuesdays. So Cut Tuesdays is, like, I think it was like period three, we'll work on our screen game. And they're allowed to cut us. Nobody told me this. No old lineman give me a heads up. So I'm running full speed, finna tag off. And I don't know who did it, but somebody just comes and cuts me, and I flip and fall on my head, and I was just pissed after that. Like <laughs> I didn't want to practice no more or anything like that. Question. Uh huh. What does it mean to cut? Basically, I assume it's not scissors. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Basically, just imagine a 6'3", 6'4", 300, 330 pound old running at you full speed, just dives at your knees, and you just go flying in the air. Yeah. So they go I mean. low. Yes, yeah. they go low, and okay. you don't expect it because they're so big. So, so yeah. Okay. You're thinking, you on, you're thinking you, on taking it yeah. on up top, and they just can you hurt them? for your legs. Hmm? Did Cut Tuesday still happen? No, no they're I don't out. So. Did no. somebody get hurt doing it? I, I got hurt. That. I wanted. <laughs> I wanted to leave. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like, this. this what is would not be for bad me. is if it came out like the year that D. Robness was because of Cut Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> terrible. Hey, so Yusuf, you've obviously taken your game up to another level again this year, right? Yeah. I think the moment for me is. At the start of games, when both teams don't know what's about to happen, uh-huh. throw the first punch, get out there, get in their face, make something happen. First play against Georgia, absolutely creamed them. First, first right. play of the game, right? Uh-huh. How have you felt like your game's progressed this year, um, taking it to another level, and how excited are you for the Senior Bowl and what's to come? I'm very excited for the Senior Bowl, but I feel like this year I take my game to the next level just by anticipating on what the offense is doing a lot better. Uh, especially since I graduate in the spring, so the classes I'm taking, not saying I'm not taking them too serious, <laughs> but, like, you know, if I get a C here and there, I'm not, I'm not stressed. If I miss assignment, don't go to class because I'm watching film. Hey, it is what it, it is. It is what it is, yeah. Just anticipating what they're doing and just making a lot more plays, a lot more talks for loss and things like that. And then for the senior, but I'm just really excited to go there and compete and show everything and show the scouts and everybody what I'm about. And just put on for the, you know what I'm saying, the blue and white, big blue nation. So. Well, I'm happy for you, dude. It's awesome. It's an awesome accomplishment. We're, we're sad D-Rob didn't get the invite, but I'm sure there's things coming for you. Um, mm-hmm. How have things been since the injury, D-Rob? Because obviously, like, you were going super, super well. I remember we talked – you might not even remember this. I remember we talked in the hot tub one day about Whoa. what you were going to do. And you were like, mm, I, might, I might be out of here after this year if I have a good year. Then you got hurt. Um, since then, obviously, been really solid again this year. We got your big things coming. Uh, how's your game? How you feel your game? Or where's your game at at the moment? And what's coming next? Uh, well, after the injury, you know, that's kind of like around the time COVID had happened. So I missed the spring, and I feel like 2020 was just kind of like a down year. It's kind of just like a steady year for me. This year, I feel like I've upped it a little bit. I have uh, taken it up from last year, yep. and that's the reason why I came back because I feel like I had a lot more to prove, and I didn't give my best last year. So just basically going out there and just giving my all every play and uh, really just like eyes and assignments because that was things I was like bad at. And I still mess up here and there, but I feel like I've cut down on some mistakes that I've probably made in the past. We've had a young 
youngish defense, I guess you could say, this year. Um, and we've been banged up. We joke about it on the show how after eight games of SEC football, everyone's banged up. Mm-hmm. Um, how tough's it been? Because you guys have kind of been holding it down back there. We've had injury after injury after injury. We almost have Stoops playing D-line for us. We were out of that many people. <laughs> oh, and he's the most, he's the most weight appropriate. <laughs> um, so Dude, you've got to be killing him at this barrel. point. Like, it's hey, it's every week now. It's getting worse. How, how hard's it been this year on defense? We'll start with Yusuf, and then we'll go to you, Darrell. Uh, I think our young guys is doing a good job, especially uh, Josiah and everything. And Josh doing a great job leading those guys. But I feel like they do, they've been doing a decent job. I mean, as for me, you know, the pass rush and coverage kind of complements each other, so I think they'd be doing a great job. D-Rob? He's not. He's not. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel the same way. Like, you know, like someone goes down, it's next man up. Like, you always got to be ready at any time. And I feel like that's what everyone has done this year to a certain point. So, can can you answer a question for me not knowing anything about football? But either of you can go. Uh And I I mean this in the most respectful way possible. What did Tennessee do to us that was so hard to cover? Like, what's so hard about that's, what they do? Because, I, I mean... Fair question. Right? Like, what do they do? Like, when I... I know nothing about football at all. Uh-huh. And sometimes I'm just like, man, we're good on defense. And we, like... Like, against Florida or LSU, we're just stopping yeah. everything. And I'm like, yeah. wow, we're incredible. And then Tennessee comes out and, like, first three plays of the game almost they ran, they could have had touchdowns, mm-hmm. like 70-yard touchdowns. Mm-hmm. What did they do that's so hard, or what did they do that night in particular that was so hard to combat, or what, what was it? Well, the first play was just a missed tackle. I don't think people know or understand how hard it is to make an open field tackle. Yeah, yeah, well, explain that. Explain, explain that, that way. Yeah. Like, to be honest, sometimes I just make a, edu- I just make a guess. I was like, well, <laughs> this guy's going this way. I'm going, I just guess the direction. That's what this guy's going to say, take your shot. Just yeah, take your shot. He's this like guy's a, going yeah. this way. I'm going 100 miles an hour. If he goes the other way, <laughs> get, 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 get yourself in a uh, Mike Edwards DeAndre Swift situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. oh man! I just want to say before, before you said that, before you even like, walked up here, Max was like, "Man, these dudes are sorry. They can't tackle in the open field. Worth a shit." Let's say that, that <laughs> word for word. He said that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically, yeah. He's, he's like Yusuf <laughs> no, D-Rob so bad. Can't believe. I we're feel like I'm one of the best tackle <laughs> safeties to come through Kentucky. Yep. I'd say that's. I'd say that's fair. I would. Yeah. But sometimes you just uh, you just gotta take your shot. Just yeah. pray for the best. Sometimes, but uh. Their hurry up, it was actually nothing I've ever seen before. It's just because normally after the play restarts, I think you get 40 seconds. And they'll snap the ball at 36, 35. Well, by the time you look at the side and you get the call, you're finna make a check, they're snapping it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you have this hesitation of like, okay, does he know what he's doing? Or does did he get the call? Did he get the check? And things like that. So at first it was a little frantic, but I feel like – during the game, as the game went on, we kind of got some important stops, and we almost came up with a victory in that game. How okay, you, so yeah, yeah how did months. you practice for that during the week, like the hurry up? So what we did was the scout team will memorize, I want to say, two plays, two or three plays, and okay. they'll run them as fast as they can. Then after that, we will run halfway down the field, and Coach White will, will call out a formation, be like double twins or twins was open, and we'll make our checks, and he'll do that two or three times. And while we're doing that, the offense is memorizing two more or three more plays. So once we're done with Coach White, we ran back down because he was like, we're going to be tired, guys. So yeah. we ran back down, and then we ran it like – then we ran some more uh, the plays with the scout team. So that's how we did. And after that, we switched out from the ones and the twos. Yeah, and even before we got to scout, we would do tempo with the offense. Yeah. yeah. So we did like two drives with the offense, just straight tempo. And so we've struggled. To be fair, we've struggled against Ole Miss who ran tempo against us, and we've struggled mm-hmm. against Tennessee. But like you said, I think you get better as the game get on. How hard is it to, even though they're trying to do things like that, actually prepare for how different it is 
and then you guys learn during the game almost like first half it's like all right now I get what we're mm -hmm. trying to do here is that right you kind of like get a feel for it you know what I mean just kind of sort of adapt to it it's less thinking that like at the beginning of the game some people try to think too much and mm -hmm. when big plays happen some people get down on themselves and we got to keep telling each other hey just next play like we, we got to make up for it and things like that but once you get adapted to it and it's just, you know, it just starts to come natural and it comes a little bit easier as the game goes on. Yeah. Uh, question for you is before we move on to some of the more personal stuff for you guys. Um, we started off 6-0. Mm -hmm. Dropped the one to Georgia. I thought we played pretty well. A yeah. disappointing night um, down in Starkville. And then Tennessee, it's whatever. I mean, it's a tough game, right? Um, we're going to take care of this one. So we're going to be 9-3. and three, Then we're going to take care of a bowl game. So we're going to be 10-3. Your second time that you guys would have gone 10-3 and three for a season. Uh -huh. How awesome has this season been to be a part of it? And how just kind of disappointed, though, are we that we didn't go like 12-0 and or something? Uh, I mean, it's, it's still an exciting accomplishment, you know, because that hasn't happened here in a while. This will be the second time in yep. I don't really know how many yep. years. But it is kind of like you have those plays you want to get back from those games and uh, – just to see like where we could have gone from from there if mm -hmm. we did win those games, but it's still a great accomplishment, like ten and three. So, do you all feel that difference though? Like knowing that in twenty eighteen going ten and three, it was almost like a fever dream. Like oh, it was. now it's like three years later. The ex you guys have raised the expectation of the program so much that Kentucky fans have only seen ten wins. I, this is only mm -hmm. the second time in my lifetime potentially if it happens, and yet at the same time it's like. Well, we could have gone 11. Like, is, is that yeah. something you all sense? Yeah, a lot. I feel like after the Georgia game, you know, some people like, man, this this was our year. Like, this year was going to be special. And we kind of dwelled on that a little bit going into Mississippi State. And after the Mississippi State game, everybody felt like, well, we failed. Like, the season over is done. And uh, one thing Stoops was like, we still are competing for a New Year's Six Bowls. Like, we still got everything that we want ahead of us. We still finished second in the East. It's not that bad. And things like that. But people kind of still – hindering on the Georgia game, hindering on the Mississippi State game and not really focus on what was ahead. Even myself a little bit. I feel like, especially after the Mississippi State game, I kind of put that game on my shoulders a little bit. And I was just like, dang, I kind of missed this whole season up for the team. Just going into the season, we was like, not not too many people like thought we was going to start off 6-0. Not too many people thought we was going to be this good this year. But we knew, like, in the locker room, like, we knew we felt it. And starting off 6-0 and starting off on that high and then after coming off the two losses, we just like, the season over, like we 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 pissed the opportunity away, and it kind of kind of hindered us going to the Tennessee game and things like that. I know last year it seemed like the team didn't have as good a year. You all probably won it with all the factors going on. Mm -hmm. This year, obviously, a lot better. I know the year we went ten and three, went Citrus Bowl mm -hmm. during camp. What little I know, watching football, I was like, oh, I think we're actually going to be pretty good. Mm. Did y'all have that same feeling this year going in? I had oh, that yeah. same feeling in the spring yep. when I was looking around. I saw J Dub, I saw Square, I saw DJ, I saw Josh Pascal. I saw Bully. I saw Sid on my right. I was like, we're kind of like, like, like experienced yeah. group. Like I kind of felt the same feeling in 2018. Yep. But on actually on the field, like actually playing. Yeah. You know. And I was just like, yeah, this is the year. And I felt like everybody else around us felt like, especially on defense side and also offense side, like, yeah, this is the year. Especially going into fall camp. You know, we get Jacquez, we get Wandell, we get no, no, saying the uh, receiver from Michigan State. We yep. get a lot of people mm -hmm. to kind of fill the holes and injuries that we had. And it was like, yeah, we're gonna be, we're gonna be yeah. actually really great okay question for both of you and be honest and don't just say the team this year because you guys start on it <coughs> 2018 we go 10 and 3 this year we're about to go 10, 10 and 3, three. what team, team wins uh, i knew he was gonna say oh. i knew he was gonna say that <laughs> uh, see the thing is d rob's gonna have an unbiased answer because he started on both what team wins 
I say our team wins. I feel like we're the better team. Our team wins. <laughs> Political answer. Hold on. I don't know. They had I'm Josh Allen, though. Man. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> they had Josh Allen. He was a dog. Mike was a dog. Yeah. West I'm going to say 2018. You know? <laughs> Sorry. We talked about this last week. We were sitting there. We were like, yeah, that defense is really good. Then we started listening off the players, and we were like, Shit. Like we, we, had, we had you guys, we had Josh Pascal, which are our best three guys on defense now. Mm-hmm. And they were, you guys were playing back then. Then you had Josh Allen, first round pick, Mike, Lonnie, mm-hmm. Derek Beatty, Chris, Chris D West, yes. Jay Jones, Jones, Cash, Jones. Yep. Chris, Calvin Taylor. It was a handy defense. Pretty good defense. We went, the 2018, uh, Drew Locke didn't get a, one single first, first down against us for the half. whole second half. That was just insane. I feel like best 20, defensive I performance like I've ever seen. 2018, they had more depth than I feel like than we do now. Yeah, I, that's probably that's what, yeah, yeah. It seems like the starters that's this, what's year hurt about this year about it because you know Mike went down or they had JG. D West went down or they had D Rob. Yeah. I, I was surprised actually one time it was Penn State game. It was the Penn State game, and D West came off the side. He was tired. He was like Yusuf, go in. I'm like, ain't no way Clink finna put me in the game. Like, not like this. And then I think the score was like 14. He's like, he's not finna put me in the game. And everybody starts running out the field. And Coach Coon's like, Yusuf, get out there. I'm like, you, you finna throw me out in the game like this? Like, this is actually my first time actually playing on defense in the game. Besides Louisville, but we was already up by 50, 40 at the time. So, I mean, that kind of, and it wasn't no pressure. I was just out there looking around like, this man really threw me in the game. And I had a good couple of drives. You know, I made a tackle. And then one play, I was supposed to blitz, and I did not blitz. And they was, they was like, get him out. Just get him out of the game. <laughs> but I was happy out there. We won. I was happy I was in the game. And my family was there. I was like, did you see me? Did you see me? <laughs> so we talked a little bit about your all's opponents, obviously playing Georgia, Penn State, this set, and all that. I didn't say it that time. Almost did. Oh, nice. um, mm-hmm. Who is the, the most talented or the hardest person you all have had to defend against on offense? It can, it can be, be from any time. Any team. Yeah, any time, any team. It can even be it can even be someone from Kentucky in practice. Don't say us. Don't say us. Don't say us. Yeah. Yeah, Max and Miles. Max and Miles were tough, but don't, yeah. Nick, don't worry about it. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Okay. 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 Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Mm. That man was a beast. Yusuf is thinking deeply <laughs> here. I'm gonna probably say as running back, I'm gonna say Swift. Because yeah. you guys don't know the play, but 2019, we're down there. Score 0 0 at halftime. We come out third quarter. Hey, 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 hey. Touchy subject for Max. Touchy subject. All right, so we come out. They're finna, I think they're finna go down the score. They're on the goal line. I remember they handed yeah, the ball. Yeah, somehow off. they got field position. I don't know how they got it. <laughs> and so it's it's me and Square were in the hole. I'm telling you, we was finna, we was finna, we was finna do this, man. We was finna do Swift. And as soon as I like drop my head, I just see, I just see his cleat. I'm like, where is he going? He hurdles me and Square. Thank God Square trips him up. I think at the time Square had like a little neck roll, so he trips over his neck roll and falls. <laughs> I'm telling you, he was finna hurdle us and score a touchdown. And I promise you, that would have been on ESPN Top 10, Top 100. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, oh, man, that was – I think, yeah, DeAndre Square is probably the best. Okay, both, both Georgia guys. You're both going for the draft. When thinking, I'm thinking first-round picks, there's no doubt. Do you have a favorite NFL team, either of you? Of course, Atlanta Falcons, hands down. I'm Atlanta guy, Atlanta Falcons. Okay. I'm a Giants fan. That's two they Giants tonight, fans they? we've had. They play tonight. Yep. I haven't really been keeping yeah, up. He looks like he's, he's <laughs> like, no, he's like I'm, I'm just checking out this year. Yeah, don't hey, they play, uh, man. I think they play hey, father time <laughs> is upon one of you, and father time is almost <laughs> upon the other one. You had a gender reveal recently, D-Rob. Yes, Tell us I about did. that. How did that go? Hopefully it was blue for the uh, future of the Kentucky Wildcats. Well, I'm here to tell you it was pink. Ah. <laughs> uh, Daddy's girl. Softball. <laughs> yeah. It was exciting, you know. It's a, 
when I first found out, I was I was petrified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, "Are you sure?" I was like, "There's no way." I was like, "I, I think I went and bought like five tests." <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just remember like we're hey, sitting we're oh, sitting in the bathroom. He's on the couch, bro. And I'm just looking at him. I'm like, and yep. I keep looking at the instructions. <laughs> and I'm just like. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you think after five uh, you figured out? Yeah, then I was, after that, I broke down. I cried. I was just like, man, like it's a blessing from God, yeah. honestly, and just be able to start my own family, and and I'm I'm excited. When is the little girl due? March. Okay. And how much advice you've been getting off the big man? I've been next getting all honestly. When I first found out, that's the first person I went yeah. to. What's the best piece of advice he's given you? Get your, Get sleep, your now. sleep now. Get your sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do as many podcasts as you can do. Just stay away from home for a yeah. little bit. Yep. Oh, man. That's good. Yusuf, how's your beautiful uh, daughter, right? Oh, uh, yeah. How's yes. she going? Uh, she's doing good. She's right now in her terrible, terrible twos right now. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you got a while for that. And actually, I'm actually having another. I'm having a son, and he's doing February. I know my – me and my wife, we sent out a post, I think, on Instagram. I don't think we did on Twitter. We should have probably did on Twitter, too. But, yeah. <laughs> We're having a boy. He's going to be the third because I'm the second. So his name's going to oh, be Yusuf. That's nice. Weird as well. That's so weird. exciting. So exciting. Uh, and he's going to be a future Kentucky Wildcat, right? Of course, oh, of course. Good. So Safety okay. too, or, or are you just going to let him maybe quarterback, maybe? Uh, if I had to, if I had to choose, he'll be a kicker. Kicker. He'll be a kicker. Man. Yusuf, what's been the hardest thing about being a dad so far that you didn't even think about before it happened? Uh, I know people told me. Obviously, the sleep. I didn't know I was going to get that little sleep. I mean, I used to come to the facility tired. I remember uh, Coach Coon like, used to go ahead and take a 15-minute nap real quick while we're watching film. I was like, all right, thank you. That and changing the diaper because, man, them things. Dang. Oh, I was like, man, I was, I was like, are you, are you sure you're, you're a girl? Like, this is a monster right here. But, yeah, that and changing diapers, man. Was, oh, man. Is the diapers a 50-50 thing? Do you split it? Kinda. It's really more 60-40. My wife really does most of the change. I'll be trying to like trying to disguise it like, uh, hey, she needs to uh she she asked for you downstairs. Like, hey, go to your mom real quick. She's like, you so she stinks, you need to change it. Like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go run some errands real quick. Like I try to make sure that she changed most of the nasty divers more than I do. So. so how nervous are you for him, Dayro? How nervous are you for nap a nappy time? Uh I mean, I've kinda had a experience. My little niece, I've changed her divers a couple times, but <laughs> How hard is it to, to, to raise a family while playing college football? Because everyone knows it's a grind, it's around the clock, and then throw in the fact that you've got a kid to raise. How, how difficult is it to, to balance all of those things, plus school, those three things? It was really hard. Um, my wife's helped me out a lot, just coming up with a schedule. Once I got a schedule and a routine going, it was real, it was real smooth. I just know when I'm at the facility, all right, I'm focused on football. In the morning, I try to get my classwork done, have a certain, uh, certain time. Once I get that done, all right, go to practice. I practice. All right, once I come home, I go straight to daddy mode. And um, my wife's probably like, you just go to football. Like, that's where you get to relax. Like, she's at home all day with her. So, she's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I need some time to relax. So, once I go home, I got I to gotta clean. You know, I got to entertain her. That's really the biggest thing I have to do is just entertain her. And it is tiring. You think you'd be yeah. tired of her? No, it is tiring running around. <laughs> she got a favorite TV show or anything like that? Yes, it's Coco Melon. Right now, we're trying to lay off on Coco Melon right now. <laughs> she's getting addicted? Yes, yeah, she's getting How addicted. How do you entertain her? Uh, either we play dinosaur. I like I'm a dinosaur. I'm chasing. Her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love 
Jurassic she, Park. Yeah, yeah, put Jurassic Park. Up we her. play. We play some base. We play baseball. I grab a little like rubber ball or whatever. She gets like a roller and she acts like it's a bat and I throw it, toss it up, and she'll hit it and then she'll just go run around the house. So she's gonna like be a softball player. Softball yeah. player. Yeah, probably, probably. Do you ever think about throwing on film for her? That way she can just you know, <laughs> discuss the defenses or no? Nah, because every time, every time I be on my phone, I try. I actually try to watch film with her while I'm in my uh, while she was in my lap, <laughs> and she will swipe out of it and be like, Coco. Like, <laughs> 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 would be funny if she just pointed at you and you're just like, What are you doing here? Yeah. Hey, so That's we cool. ask everyone that comes on this show, you got as long or as little as you want to take. Uh, talk about the motivation behind why you play and what gets you up in the morning. We'll start with D-Rob. Uh, just family. And my papa was the only one who actually played college ball. And he didn't – I don't think he finished. I don't remember. They didn't tell me the story. But it's kind of just like motivation for me because he was the only one who actually played football in my family besides okay. myself. And mm-hmm. – just kind of like doing it for him and the rest of my family, and now from a baby girl. Yep. So, that's what you got used to? Just to uh, repay all the people that invested in me, uh, not just with money, but just them seeing me on TV doing good, and making plays. That's how I kind of repay them. So, like my dad taking me to practice, or my uncle and he used to train me and do all the backpedal drills and things like that. And my coach is coaching me, just going out and executing and doing the things right, and just give just just them watching me on the on TV. You know, just doing good, doing the things I was supposed to do is kind of repaying them like that. And just myself and all the hard work that I put into it. So, No doubt. We've had every single guest, I think, for some strange reason, has talked to us about some story oh, where they've yes. been out in the front or backyard mm-hmm. and either like an older uncle, a dad, a brother, a long-lost cousin mm-hmm. of some yeah. sort <laughs> has just been head down running through them as a young kid and that's how they toughened up. Yes. Uh do you guys have a story like that? I have a story. Yes, I really would. <laughs> so um, I told my dad, my dad, I come from a basketball family. So my dad played basketball at Morehouse. My mom played basketball at Clark. So they wanted me to play basketball. And I told him, well, I suck. I, I, played, <laughs> I played for a church league. I didn't start. I averaged two points a game. I thought that was good. So I, <laughs> you didn't I play absolute, in church? <laughs> yeah, I, I did not start for church. I didn't, I didn't start for the Lord. So, <laughs> so I sucked. I was like, you know, I, I got I to gotta do something else. And I really love football. And my dad was like, you sure you want to play football? I was like, yeah. So he's like, all right, put your pads on. So I go in the garage, put my pads on. He's outside. He has this, this dummy, this pad, like this little arm shield. He's like, run at me as hard as you can. And I'm running at him. He just comes, 300-pound man just. Boom! <laughs> my mom comes out in the front. He's like, you, so what are you doing? You're going to knock him out. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. He picks me up. He's like, do you still want to play football? I said, yeah, but I was concussed. I was like, I was like yeah. He's like, all right, then. He, you want, all right. So I got it. And then actually my mom, when I told her I wanted to play football, my mom, I missed a tackle in practice, and she was so mad. Don't know why she was mad. So we go home. She dumps all the trash out the trash can, the little big band trash can. And I was out there probably like 30 minutes to an hour tackling the trash can. Then when I was done, <laughs> I had to scoop all the trash back in the trash can oh, and man, roll the tough. trash can out to the curb. And I guess that's why I don't miss that many tackles now. So I, I thank them for that. Trash didn't smell good, did it? No, it, prepared, prepared it was full. It was trash day. It was full. Trust me, it stinked. Oh, man. What you got there, Rob? I'll say mine is my uncle really introduced me when I was younger because he coached my older brothers. And that's actually how I got my first experience and we did this thing called Blood Alley, and he just had some extra pads in his car, so I put them on. And I was probably, like, six. And, like, you couldn't start until you're seven and eight. So I'm just, like, like I was just itching, like, itching to get out there. I just wanted to play so bad. I just remember I was on the ground because you lay on your back, and then they blow the whistle, and you jump up, and you, you just run. run at each other. It's like Oklahoma drill yeah. almost, but on the ground to start. And Oh my gosh! I, I ain't never been hit this hard. In my life. <laughs> and it ain't six. I promise. I was six. I got hit so hard. I think 
I went to the back of the line. They were looking for me. I never went back up there, and I actually had peed on myself. <laughs> I was sitting back there, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like it's, <laughs> it's something about our recruiting system that we just it's look so for guys that get beaten up when they're growing up. That's how I was when I was in high school. We would do tackling and football, <laughs> and I would be just, like, moving around in the back and making sure I never yeah, saw the like, oh, front. Or you'd be counting, like, okay, I can go against that. Like, yeah. Get Let you me skip the line. Let me go back a, one see more. see a big dude, I'm like, you, you were probably doing that to guys like me, yeah. Once he gets in there, I can go. You got any final ones? Because I've got one for him to finish. No, go ahead. You got one? Normally, you've got a question about me, Miles. That's all. I just thought you might want to uh, ask yeah. that. How, how, being teammates with them, some of them, like Kavase, didn't remember that he was teammates with Miles. <laughs> didn't know uh, that. And we each had lockers across from each other. Uh-huh. He so, was like, I don't think I played with you. And literally, we spent a year right next to each other. <laughs> so, first off, do you all remember playing with them? And secondly, how was it playing with them and – you know, obviously, I know these two pretty well now. It's what was it like knowing them outside of football? If you did, uh, I really didn't get out that much outside of football, so not not that much. I just want to say, get out outside of football. <laughs> they stayed away from you all and probably in downtown smart. Lexington. Yeah, <laughs> but how how were they doing football as well? I mean, they were cool. I feel like I don't know if you remember or not, but <laughs> <laughs> when uh, like freshman year and like during camp, we would go in the game room. Yeah, that's how I learned. How to play ping pong? I was yeah, playing no, ping, ping pong. pong. It's always ping pong with you yeah. too. Yeah, the specials always had like a little tournament, like a little ranking thing. I think when I was coming up about ping pong, <laughs> and actually I got into a little bit, but I sucked, so I stopped. I was like, no, nah, I can't do it. It's a heated ranking system. <laughs> like it, the playoff committee has nothing compared to what nothing. We were doing. <laughs> what I what I love about uh, this podcast is getting to know that like everyone throughout the week is like focused on the, like the game plan, this and the third. Damn it, I did it again. It, it. That's, that's my quirk. I say that all the time. Anyways, but everyone's like, yeah, but just the specialists, they just, you know, ping pong. Like, well, that's the funniest pong. thing is, like, I think every time you've asked them, like, what are they like around football, they don't see us, so they don't even know. Yeah, it's just ping pong. Yeah, it's like if they were out in the field, we might know what they were like, but yeah. they're actually inside in the hot tub. Because well, when I was hurt, <laughs> I seen them all the time. I'd walk in there. Every now and then. All right, hey, last one. This has been awesome um, for both of you. Saying is it senior week? We're getting mm-hmm. a bit sentimental. Um, Give us why you came to Kentucky, first of all, and then how the whole experience has been, being a Kentucky Wildcat, and what you're going to, I guess, remember the most about being a Wildcat and how much it's meant to you. And let, favorite Stoops memory. I want that, too. Okay. Let's let, he, let Yusuf go first, because D-Rob's got six years to think about. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot of memories to go through. Uh, the reason why I picked Kentucky, I obviously wanted to kind of get away from home a little. I mean, I had offers from Tennessee, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama, all that, and I just kind of wanted to go somewhere a little different. And someone just kind of felt like the locker room I was in, it was in high school. And when I came here, I was actually on a recruiting trip with uh, JG. I met D-Rob and all them. And it just felt like home. It felt like family. It felt like everything kind of mixed, and it just felt right. And then as far as my experience so far, it's been unbelievable. I mean, the people I met, the people that that's helped me out, just become the man I am today, and it's just been it's just been amazing. And my favorite Stoots memory, uh, I want to say one time we was getting ready for a game for a pregame speech. And no offense, but he was kind of stuttering a little, and he got mad at himself. He picks up a chair and throws it at the whiteboard. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know if I can cuss on this. You can say whatever you want. Let it fly. Let it fly. He's like, are you ready to fucking cuss? And everybody just got him like, yeah. So that was probably my best news moment. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that, I always, everyone always talks about the chair. That's my favorite thing, yeah. too. I didn't know it was because he's stuttering on himself. <laughs> he, he was better. just stuttering a little bit. He was like, just fuck it. He picks up his head. at the board. Everyone's like, whoa. We always say that, like, he has one of those a year. Yeah. And he's got to pick the he right game. Use it. Yeah. It does. Who was it this year? Ah. 
He said he. I thought he said. Uh, I think it was either Florida or LSU. Early. One of them it was said, early. said it was that early. they. No, it was Missouri. 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 Yeah, he punched Missouri. the whiteboard. Yeah, 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 he punched right. the whiteboard. <laughs> Interesting game to use it on. I know. Well, in hindsight, yeah. looking yeah. back now, okay. we've got yeah, we the win. Them one. The what? That was a perfect game to use it. We yeah. owed them one. Yeah. yeah. What you got, Dave? Rob? I'll say I came to Kentucky. You know, I'm a in-state kid. Correct. I grew up a Kentucky fan, and it was just somewhere I could always see myself playing. Uh, in front of the fans and just growing up and going to games, it was the atmosphere, it was just like I wanted to be here. And they were with me from the beginning. I wasn't like a highly recruited guy. So for them to even take a chance on me was a blessing, and I appreciate them for that. And I would say, like, just being around, like, all the guys, just all the memories we made, like you guys, even being there, because, you know, yeah, I'm the old guy now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, and you were both no. on punt team at one stage too, so I appreciate <laughs> yep. you guys blocking for me. So no thank problem. you. So no just problem. like all the relationships around the locker room, you know, those are relationships that will last forever, even once football is over. So. And then I would say my favorite Stoops memory, I wouldn't really be like Stoops doing it. It was when Cash was imitating him in the <laughs> meeting room. That was hilarious. Yeah, so yeah. Cash used to come into the meeting room probably maybe once or twice a year and just do his best stoops for like 10 minutes. Was it actually and like really good? Yeah, really yeah good. it was really good. And then Stoops would walk in and normally like we'd all be quiet and Stoops would be like, why is everyone smiling right now? <laughs> Not knowing what's going on. And then he finally worked out like what Cash was doing. He's like, all right, get back up yeah. here and do it again. Then. Yeah. <laughs> and so he had to do it in front of him. Yeah, I remember the awesome. cup and everything. Yeah. yeah the swirl. Everyone yeah. was talking oh, about the swirl man. too. Hey. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Yeah, Two of the stalwarts of our defense for the last few years. Been absolutely phenomenal on the field for us. I know the fans appreciate it. Raise the guys. level of the program. Hey. Because when D-Rob got here, I haven't been to a bowl in Leaving forever. it better than they found it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And uh, we wish the best for you guys, obviously, in the upcoming future. There's some big things coming up. Good luck at the Senior Bowl. Don't eat too thank many Reese's. I won't. D-Rob. bring me some uh, back, actually. When I got the box, I thought it was going to be Reese's in the box. Like, that's my favorite candy. So, I was hyped. I was like, yeah, yeah. It was a hat. I was like. Where's the camera? Hey, it's, <laughs> it's, it's coming, okay. and you have enough for about three years, trust me. Bet, so, bet, bet. Yeah, it's coming. I, uh, <laughs> I got a message. It's funny you say that. I got a message from this guy that plays at Louisiana Lafayette. He's an mm -hmm. O-lineman. You're going to have to say hello to him when you're there. All right. Um, Max Mitchell, and he loves a dessert. He's like 320, whatever, like most O-linemen are, right? Uh -huh. And the, I hadn't even said, like, congrats yet. I, he just got the letter and all that kind of thing. He's like... Uh -huh. Hey, man, just want to ask you something. I'm like, all right, cool. What is it? He's like, so you made the Reese's Senior Bowl last year. Um, did they ever send out Reese's? Because like, I didn't get any. And I'm like, you fat bitch. Of course you'd be asked me that. But of all the things, I was like, dude, it's coming. Relax. You'll get plenty of Reese's. Hey, but yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you guys. We appreciate it. No problem. Appreciate you guys. Great. All right, guys. Um, as always, having D-Rob, Yusufan was great. Miles, you obviously played with D-Rob the longest since you two were here the earliest. How, how was it uh, catching up with him for the first time in a while? Really good to see both of them. D-Rob's been here a while, like you're saying, so was I. Um, was a good teammate, a good guy to talk to in the locker room, and has obviously done well on the field. Same with Yusuf. He's having a big year. Um, I thought talking with him about his kid was a pretty – I can't imagine having a kid now – Definitely couldn't have had to imagine one having it during college football. Yeah. Um, that's probably one of the greatest challenges anybody could go through, and he's obviously handling it pretty well. Yeah, and I think for those of you that, I mean, obviously everyone listening really that doesn't know them on a personal level, that's the most I've ever heard Yusuf talk. So uh, that was actually kind of funny. He's always been a guy that comes in, gets his work done, and gets out of there. But great guy to talk to, always like having a chat. He's always the upbeat kind of guy. And I think 
him, him in particular had to go through some early days where he didn't get a lot of playing time. Uh, he yep. played a lot of special teams. And, and again, just like Jamin Davis, like to come through and kind of get that reward for effort at the back end shows that you just, you know, you have the right attitude coming every day. Both of them absolute freak athlete and beast. If you see him in the gym without a shirt oh. on, some of the most chiseled men I've ever seen. Um, and uh, I'm just so happy for Yusuf that he's going to get this senior bowl invite and hopefully big things are coming for him because, like you said, Miles, like to come in every day with a positive attitude when you've got a little baby, he's got another yeah. one on the way, it's tough. Um, I'm interested to see how D Rob as a father is going to be because he, he sounds pretty scared. He was yeah, he's scared. Just terrified. But uh, as you would be, but um, really, really great. And one thing that I get out of that interview that I think we would get with all guys if it was coming to the end is just the little glint in the eye and the little yeah. when you're talking about it, it all coming to yeah. a finish and, you know, just reminiscing on your time at Kentucky. And like the guy said, I know I definitely did as well, so I know how it feels. Miles, I'm guessing you'd be the same. I'm about to ask you the question you so you can me. answer it. Um, you just don't want to leave the field. No. Like, you just don't want to get off the field. When I, I remember the bowl game was done and I was like, man, this is actually the last time I'm ever going to play a football game for Kentucky. You're about to make me cry. Jesus. And it was so... Such a great whirlwind of three years and so many yeah. great memories, and you don't get to choose when it's done, and it's just like uh-uh. I don't want to get off this field. I remember Drake Jackson beat me by about half an hour, um, <laughs> but I remember we we stayed out there, and I just didn't want to leave because as soon as you get off the field, you know you'll never step on another field again. And for me, it was like, and for yourself too, it's like not knowing whether you will continue to play football anymore. So maybe that's the last time you ever kick a ball in a competitive environment. I had an idea it was going to be my last time. <laughs> you maybe not so much, but I had an idea that was going to be it for me. Um, well, Miles had a good excuse to stay out the longest for the for the Citrus Bowl. Uh, unfortunately, Miles' departure was overshadowed by like, Benny Snell and Josh. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah, something, like something like that. How was the last game, Miles? It was sad. Yeah. I, had like, I mean, we won. We had, I, don't know, I just had like a feeling in my stomach, like a good feeling yeah. after the game. Um, I don't know, almost like if you need to love your life or something. Not that I've done that yet, yeah. but uh, it's just a weird feeling. And like you're saying, it's the last time you're going to see all those guys and the coach. I think catching them off senior day, like the season's going so fast, so much is going on, and then yeah. senior day hits, and it's kind of you're like, oh, yeah. here it and comes. that's And that's the thing. You like, you head down by my yep. concentrating so hard week by week. I've got to get this perfect. I've got to get this right. I want to play as well as I can. And like you said, the first time you really come up for a breath of fresh air, is that senior day or that last game? And it's like, I wish I had just sat back a little bit sometimes oh, and taken yeah. a bit more of my fruits mm-hmm. because uh, it was it does catch up on you pretty quick. I remember I had a bit of an embrace with uh, my good head coach, Mark Stoops, and then that was about it for me. So it's, uh, it's always a sad time. And the boys that have been through it, like we could see, um, and they, like they talked about, it's, uh, it's always good to hear about the guys reflecting so fondly on their career. Especially especially with D-Rob, too, him being here six years. And like yeah. I talked about a little bit, when he got here, Kentucky hadn't been to a bowl. Yeah. And now he's here and people are, like Luke said earlier, people are pissed off that they might go 10 and, 10 and 3. That's yeah. an amazing career arc he's had from that season to this one. And it's just a, a huge hats off to those guys and honestly just everyone who, who played – in Kentucky, you know, during this time of getting the senior day and getting to uh, s- sort of smell their own roses. For a and and bit. that's why I hope for these guys that we go out with a win, obviously against Louisville, but also it's just such a perfect way to finish with a win in the bowl game. Oh, like yeah. I couldn't – I'd never had to go through it, obviously. Neither did Miles, thankfully. But I couldn't imagine going out on a loss, especially like a loss where it's like 
for example, if I was on Virginia Tech's team when we beat them just, mm-hmm. it would just be such a sad way to finish off. But uh, I thankfully had three from three for the bowl games, which was awesome. And Miles went out on top with the Citrus with Bowl. So yep. both went out on top. So I hope for, hopefully it'll be the same for these guys. Yeah. What about you as a, uh, as a fan of these two over the time? You got 30 seconds for us? Or? No, I, I do want to say I wanted to ask him this earlier, but I didn't want to get too much into it. But it did, I think it has kind of sucked for Devontae. You know, after 2018, he was going to be a star. That 2019 team obviously unfortunately got hurt. And how unfair it was for him to have to play in a 2020 season where no one really paid attention to Kentucky because – Ended up winning four games. Yep. It was a COVID year, so everyone's obviously just looking at Alabama run through everyone. Um, and for, for you know, the stick to to stay around and, and still play at a high level this year has just been like a huge hats off. And obviously Yusuf turning into one of the hardest hitting safeties I've ever seen at Kentucky. Um, like I said, just a huge hats off to them for uh, elevating te- this program. I'm telling well. you right now that I think, and I'm no football expert, but for me – the fact that he went and made that play to start off that Georgia game just huge, shows huge. It's, that's almost like I've arrived type moment. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, the the way that he's come on in leaps and bounds has been unbelievable. And obviously, D-Rob's just been sturdy the whole time, and it's almost like you don't even talk about him anymore because we just know what he's we're going to get. He's just so steady. Get. Yeah. So, no, it was good. It was good. Um, just a quick, remind, quick reminder before we get out of here. We will be at Tin Roof again, yep, yep, and yep. you're going to want to be there because as it's been proven. Hey, last time we did this, Watch we, your said, Watch your we said to the people, get to Tin Roof. Yes. Get down to yes. Tin Roof because you will want to be there. Everyone that was there last time got the almost uh, privilege of seeing the last one of a once of a lifetime lost episode of Pin It Deep, one of the craziest scenes you've ever seen. Cavastier Smoke was having a time. Chris Rodriguez was having a time. This time we've got Will Levis. We're probably going to have a bunch of the other boys because they're all going to turn up for the day after Louisville. Yep. I guarantee you it it's going to be, be a wild scene. Get it's going to be packed. Come see the boys. Come see us. Come have a few beverages come have something to eat the just wings come. are phenomenal at tin roof just come guys i almost want it to just be absolute chaos like i want it, it to was. be packed brent was not there last time so obviously the crowd dropped off a little bit because he didn't turn up now yep. he's there they're all going to turn out i want it to be absolute chaos at tin roof have you got any ideas brent because you obviously you know missed the show last time any ideas for us of how it could even be better this time First off, I want to say if like we go there and like there's standing room only, I'm taking full credit because I was actually correct. This time. That's yeah. fine. Yep. As long as you get there on time. Hopefully, we get a seat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I say um, we just get hammered. That's what I say. Okay. I say we just get hammered. Do the whole thing with Will. Invite all, the whole team on. Call up Stoops, Vince, everyone down there. I just want it packed. Here's what I envisage. You in, drink wait, so in, much. In what? Envisage. It's in, a word. In, what? Envis- envisage. Envision. Vision. Envision. No, envisage is a word. You can look it up. Oh, oh, hold, on. Look it up. hold on, hold on. Yep. So oh. this is what I'm seeing, right? I'll just okay. say seeing just to clarify. Yep. Yep. We are so hammered that when we get to the end of the show, we realize we've been facing the wrong way the whole time. <laughs> That's good. And That's we're good. just facing Actually the wall. Actually talking to a wall. Yeah, and no one's even there. And Will, had, Will left an hour ago. What I'm, have you got, Miles? I think. Okay, envisage is a word. Thank you. What does it mean? It's like foreseeing something conceive of as a possibility or a desirable future event. Yeah, there you go. The sorry. Rome Treaty envisaged yeah. free sorry. movement across Say sorry. Countries. I'm sorry. Yeah. Weird word. Both go fuck yourselves. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I'd rather not do that. <laughs> uh, 
I'd like to have one of our, because we haven't done one in a while. We've talked about them before. I'd like to do like a little late night added stoops into the group chat Ooh, message. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. would be good. Could be fun. Right, like midday day. too. But midday, yeah, like a but four, it's four p.m. Do not rule out him turning up. No, that's do I, not I hope rule he it out. It has to be after a win though. You can't add stoops to the group message mid after losing to Louisville. We midday, uh, he'd be drowning the sorrows. Yeah, we'll we'll get it going. If if stoops shows up. And the, the place is packed like we expect. We want it to be like, we really need the pinheads to come through on this one. Yep. Do you think we can get them to crowd surf? Uh, how many people would you need to do that? And how many beers? <laughs> I think we could get it happening. I can, okay. Someone's got to crowd up. surf. Someone has I to. I can guarantee you if Mark Stoops comes, there will be crowd surfing at Tin Roof. So make sure you make your way out. It will be at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. from the tin roof the tin, the in tin is the, the middle of Lexington on South Broadway. It'll go for about an hour, an hour and a half, depending on how long we entertain people for. Um, <laughs> It'll be about five minutes. It'll, then. Be, yeah. <laughs> It'll be quick. Uh, we've got Will Levis, like we said. It'll be a show that may or may not be able to be aired afterwards. We're not sure. Last time it was nuts. Yep. Um, so nope, if you we're not going to have any cameras either. If you want to no hear uncensored... UK football speak from the greatest quarterback we've almost ever had yep. and the worst two specialists we've ever had, <laughs> then come down, listen to us. It's going to be a great It's time. like the legendary Studio 54. You hear stories about all the celebrities in New York back in the day. They'd go to this club. What would happen in the club? Apparently yeah. everyone would show yeah. up from yeah. Elvis to yeah. Michael Jackson and everyone Elvis. was there. Yeah. It was huge, crazy. We if, want that. I'll tell you what, if Elvis turns up on Sunday, <laughs> he if he turns up on Sunday, I will crowd surf. With him. Elvis. Yep. What about an Elvis impersonator? No, just I, I may dress Elvis. up as one now. <laughs> I could do that. Um, I'm so excited. I want it to be like literally jam packed. Like, so do I. It'd be fun. Before so. we before we move on to our next few segments, probably man of the weeks coming up, I would say, um, could I just add in a little bit back to the D Robin use of chat, which I think is so funny, and we kind of pressed on a little bit. I want to hear what you think. Okay. It's so funny when you ask them questions about us because you don't understand that. Like, no, I knew some of them kind of spend a bit of time with us, but we actually are genuinely inside for most of the practice. So they don't not like they're like, well, we don't see him out there at practice. So I don't know what to tell you. Like it's actually it's actually pretty. Like, cool. I was, We're not in the trenches with them during a game. Like, <laughs> you all defense. made me. You made me ask the question. I know, I know. But you okay? So you normally ask them from like a social, like it's a social aspect question. Okay, so yeah, I did that when I first started. Yeah, and now that I realize that you two are just like ignorant sons of bitches i'm just like <laughs> I, of course they're not going to hang out with you guys i mean we're, we're squeezes like, it's not it's that okay. we, no 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 it's not that we don't hang out we definitely would talk like talk yeah. to d-rob a fair bit talk yeah. to yusuf right but, but it's, it's not like when they're going to be practicing like zone blitzes that you all are out there too right like, i understand we that. and when me and miles go through film from our 2 a.m shenanigans like they're normally not a part of it like nah. These two are two of the nicest guys of all time, and right. they much don't make it out after about 10 p.m. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not taking responsibility for that one. Like I said, now that I've gotten used to your all's presence, like I've learned to like back off of the, oh, what's it like hanging out with these guys? Because it, it's apparent no one wants to. Yeah. <laughs> unless They're like, I'm not an alcoholic, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. I yeah. think D-Rob's answer to one of our questions was the greatest answer we've had on any question so uh, far. The kid? Yes. Yeah. When he went he was genuine about five it. pregnancy tests, <laughs> broke down and cried, called Yusuf for dad advice, but super excited for the kid. <laughs> Can't wait Just to have crying him. Can't wait to have yeah. like, yep. So to um, Devontae Robinson Jr., even though you're a girl, um, when you're <laughs> listening to this in the future to hear what your dad was like, that's what he thinks of you right now. So <laughs> cop that. Man of the week? Man of the week? Man of the week. Let's do it. First time we've done this in a few weeks because 
There's been no men of the week. Well, There's been no one the, the guy outside of the dollar store well, he was he's the man, man, man of the, of the year. year. We need him. Man we, of the year. When we get the trophy made for man of the year, it's just going to be him stuck on I, the curb. I had a lot of positive comments come my way about uh, the wheelchair story. So that was so insane. Funny. Um, I'm actually wearing the hoodie and pants that uh, the drink got spilled all over when we were doing the <laughs> podcast. It was so sticky. It stunk for a week. Like, I washed it three times. It was, it just, was, an, it was an interesting uh, time down in Nashville. Um, so fun, though. But let's go ahead and do Man of the Week. Uh, why? Why what? Why? Because what do boys do? Because boys do what they want to do, yep. like showing up 25 minutes late. Yep. And men do what they have to do. Yep. So... Let's get into it. Max, you go first. Can't just pull the covers up, Miles. Cannot afford to pull the covers up in the morning. Can't you do can't it. turn your light back off. You mm-hmm. can't hit snooze on the alarm. Nope. You can't stay in and say, hey, darling, move over a little bit. Give me more Never. room. I'm going to have some more sleep. Nope. Can't do any of that. Get uh-uh. up, get out of bed, put out. those shoes on, and get ready for the day. Yeah. What time do you get ready for the day? Uh, whenever <laughs> I get up. <laughs> uh, When's the last time you set an alarm clock? I work. Thank you very much. I've seen you work. I get after. I have to get up about seven fifteen on the weekdays. The last work day. I I'm saw on a work you. day right now. I'm at work. I'm here. The last work day. Every I time saw I call you, you before before ten a.m., it's always no no pickup. No pickup. His last work None. day, he was at Top Golf. Uh, that's true. That is true. Yep. A tough job. Are it, you it one of the? Uh, are you like the caddy there, or what do you do? Uh, yeah, no, I work at Top Golf. Yeah. Okay. I will yeah. say I, I did get concerned after the game uh, Saturday. I thought I, I just lost you two to the streets because I had to call you guys to make some arrangements and just none. No one picked up. I we was were, asleep. We were napping. <laughs> I was Not actually. together, did you, but we were Did napping. you wake up at all? Because yeah. you texted me and said, got to recover, going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, we doing what we up. have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And getting our sleep back in straight after the game like we should. Just got to rest up. You banged up. The – my not nomination, but actual funny nomination was the guy that tried to fight LeBron James. What's his name? Uh, Isaiah Stewart. I don't that know. Right. I just thought that was hilarious. Beef stew. Yeah, I don't know. I did, I just thought that was so funny. He Miles, was ready. Do you, do, you, do you have a man of the week? I have two. I thought you were going okay. first. But you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Or you can go first since you got two. Go ahead. I've got two. One is you, Max. Oh, perfect. Saturday, you know, trying to make plans for the game. With my two brothers, Reese and Lance, we've got a huge day ahead of us watching football. Yep. Of course, Max would like to join, hang out with us, have some food, some fellowship. Yep. That's what he wanted to do, yep. but he had to get drug up into the suite at the football yep. game. Drug. Go probably drink some nice uh, top water, top yeah. uh, top tier water yep. in the suite. So doing what Very he had to hydrated. do. Very hydrated. Very hydrated. Second man of the week. I go up there. It's actually good. Like, you kind of get the good view of, like, where you'd sit if you were on the commentary box. And you just kind of see the whole field. And that's the thing for me is I can get the tickets where the past players sit. Very tough to get that overlook. You know, we obviously go into extreme in-depth analysis on this show. Huge. So if I can get in the best visual seat possible so I can scan the field, see what defenses they're in, what we're in offensively, what we're in, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can sit there and you know, I can just study and no one's distracting me. You know, I'm not distracted by conversations that are going on or beverages in my hand. I can just sit, focus in, watch the 22 guys out there and just really deconstruct what was going on. I've, I've seen you in the box before. You, you sent me a few Snapchats. You are a student of the game. I am. I am always impressed. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I uh, thank you very much, Miles. I also thought I'm man of the week most weeks, but that's, I'm very glad to hear it from you. Do you think other people think that you're the man of the week or maybe the man of the night? 
Uh, I haven't had a lot of comments of those. No. Yeah. No. I would. I could see that. Yeah. All right, man two. This is the one that I think is the actual it's realistic winner. It's been cold winner. recently. Yeah, it's very cold. Yeah. Doesn't help there, does no. it? No. Um, Milton Andrew Munson Jr. Yep. Who? Milton Andrew Munson Jr. Not related to Penny Hardaway Manson. Jr. Not Manson Munson. Dale Earnhardt Jr. You think he actually is a Manson and he changed it? He changed it just so people wouldn't ask. You know Munson. Who, you know who Manson is? Marilyn Manson. Who are you talking about? No. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Uh, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You're picking up. Uh, very, very good serial killer. Like, whole family, right? <laughs> Hall of Fame. Miles has studied. He's like, like very top good. Five. Hall of Fame serial killer, yeah. He's like, if there was a serial killer draft, he'd probably follow Would about he be two, Was he man of the week that week? Yeah, he was the cop's man of the week. Okay. Uh, Milton Andrew Munson, I'm going to read his obituary. Wait, hold on. Didn't he die a few years ago? No, but that's what we're, what we're going to do from now on on this show, just to preface this, is every – for about five minutes, just to mix things up. And this is what one of the ideas that we had um, during the break is we're just going to read obituaries out um, just in case anyone, uh, maybe blind people, can't read the obituaries. We're just going to read obituaries out. And um, everyone in Lexington, Lexington can know who's died. And if you want to attend the funerals and things like that, we thought that would be a good thing to do. Come here first for not only your football news, but <laughs> obituaries. Our numbers are just going to plummet. <laughs> you think? Yeah. I think people care about this. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. What if we read an obituary and it was like lived by and it just said avid listener of Pinadeep? I'd go to the funeral. So would I. I'd, I'd, I'd go. Talk, I'd talk at it. Okay. Well, if you're going to go to Milton Andrew Munson Jr.'s funeral, he passed away at the age of 73 this last week. Good effort. Mm. He's a Nebraska Mikey. resident. Oof. 73 yep. is pretty good. Yeah, um, Probably a big Nebraska Kearney fan. Didn't get to 75, though. Didn't make it. What's yeah. the, was it rule of 71? What is it in basketball? 71. First but, to 71? But the SEC has been around longer than, than him, so, okay. you know, 75 years in, what, 2007? Um, so. I don't know cause of death. I don't know surviving family. But what I do know is that in lieu of flowers, he has asked, as a Nebraska f- resident and fan, that everyone put that money instead of flowers towards a large wager on the Nebraska Cornhuskers <laughs> to beat Iowa. Which I, respect I can respect because I've already told – my family members, I would like a similar wording in mine about Keeneland. So once I go take the money that you would have put towards you then get mine, put it into a TVG account or maybe take it actually down to Keeneland in person. There's something about handing the cash to them that feels good. And put it all in one race, whatever you want to do. If you knew you were going to die. Yep, Joe like, Man Joe. Joe Man Joe. <laughs> if you knew you were going to die a year from today, okay. what bet would you place? What do you mean? Like any game. So like I'd put I I'd put, I'd put a bar. Uh, <laughs> I was going to put all my money on the exact date that I'm going to die. <laughs> okay. And good luck, Vegas. <laughs> Thousand bucks. That's what, all I've got. What game would you – would you The game of game, life, or? Brett. I hate you. The I game you of so life. Much. Okay. Ask your question. I'll answer it. No, so if you had okay. to pick a sporting event to place a wager on, you know you're going to die a year from now. What, like you have an entire year's worth to be like, this is going to be like the craziest game. I'm put all my money – on like, I don't like EKU to beat like Florida or some shit like that. What 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 game would you pick? And why, feel really why, confident. Why would I bet? I'm I'm dying. That's why you bet. Just throw money to the wind. It's well, a I'm it's a like, really low risk situation. I see. Because like even if you're broke after the year, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're gonna die. I have no kids to leave anything to yet. Well, I mean, I don't know if you got kids. Uh, running I don't around have or not. any yet. Um, hmm. I would definitely. I mean, I think if being a Kentucky resident, you'd have to go Derby. Fair. 
just go all in on some horse to win at the Derby. That'd be fun. You ever seen the movie Racing Stripes? No. Nope. Wow. It was about this zebra that ran in the Kentucky Derby. Did it win? It's fake. And they did win. Oh. So, so. Wow. Good jockey. I wonder what the odds would have been on that. Probably you watch a lot of horse movies? Uh, Spirit? Spirit? Spirit's a good one. Yep. I haven't watched Secretariat's a, a good one. Yeah. Secretariat, yep. You think they'll make one about American Pharaoh? Probably have. I don't know. I just I saw the wheels turning in Max's head. Yeah. I thought that was going somewhere. It's all right. Um, <laughs> go, no, go on. No, go, just no finish your joke. No, go no, ahead. No, 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 my no. joke's finished. My what, joke's what finished. Okay, I'm going to play a game okay. with you, Miles. Because um, obviously um, uh, the game is visual game. Okay. Um, but we're going to play it over an audio. Okay. Uh, how many fingers? That's the game. Oh. And um, right. I'm how many? You're holding up four. Okay, it's four fingers. Okay, good. Well, that's the game. That's all the game is. Well, how about okay. the good. fingers? You got five. Yep. Oh. Well, you have five. You just held up four. Four with a thumb. Is that what, is that yeah. what the joke was? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty Hilarious. good. Yeah. All right. Well, let's Can talk you about have your man of the week? Yeah, it's, it's just Drinkowitz. Oh, with the Star Wars it's, thing? Yeah, coming out like, like Vader and for making Grant McInnes homeless. Okay. I've got one on top of that that is on about coaching. Huh? Or Grant, who's on top of drink? I've got something I'm on top of. Okay. With that. Okay. We, my man of the week is to every man that is the head coach of a well-coached football team. Mm. Mm. Yeah. One of the worst sayings I've ever heard in my entire life. It gets said all the time. Like, Iowa will be playing Ohio State. And they'll just throw, they'll put that throwaway line of like, Iowa's a well-coached football team. Okay. So, my question for you two is... And for the listeners, if you want to write in and tell me what you think, um, what actually constitutes and what, what makes people say that a t- football team is a well-coached football team because it actually has nothing to do with the coach? Like, no, absolutely nothing. Because you can't tell me that, like, some teams are well-coached football teams there and they end up, like, 7-5 and five in that. So, what makes a coach or, or sorry, a program a well-coached football team? Miles? I would say, uh, okay, go ahead. Okay, well, first, how many SEC teams are said to be well-coached? I, I would honestly say just us. Yep. Like, if you were to refer to a team in the SEC that's a well-coached football team, you'd say Kentucky. Alabama is pretty well-coached. Do they don't but say, they don't that, say though. that, though. They, they never say it. Like, they never say, like, Because Clemson implied. They never say Clemson's a well-coached football team. Okay, so you're getting somewhere. You're getting to yeah. something. Yeah, okay. So, Alabama's should be. They're not, though. They never say... Oh, Alabama was going to be good today because they're a well-coached football team. Because it's no. more of like a, a, a no shit. Of course they are. Okay. But okay, it's so like, we're getting somewhere. So right. it's like what would constitute that would be like if you've got a solid football team but not an elite football team. Okay. So like Kentucky football, well-coached. So you can't be elite. No. Because like Ohio State, they're not Cincinnati, well-coached. well-coached. Are they? I don't know if they're a well-coached football team. They used to be, and now they're getting now they're really not. good to where they're almost – you can't be well-coached. They're not well-coached. Okay, I genuinely don't think they're well-coached. Like, I know everyone loves Luke Fickle. I wow. genuinely don't think they're – When I think well-coached, I just think Big Ten. Northwestern, Iowa, Wisconsin. Here's, here's the two things that you have to be to be a well-coached football team and have nothing to do, really, with actual coaching, mm-hmm. okay? You can't score many points. No. You, you gotta can't. Be, you got to win the grind you, games. Lane Kiffin is never a well-coached no. football team. True. You can't put points up and be well-coached, Okay. You've got to be gritty. You've got to be pretty sound on defense. 
Like, you've got to be able to keep teams to, like, 20, 25 points yep. most games. Like, you can never give up, like, a 60-point game. Right. Okay? I'm- and you've got to have a lot of, like, seniors um, that aren't going to get drafted. Like, yeah. three-star yeah. recruits. Like, discipline, like, older guys that have been through the system. So, my, my um, push here is going to be that we get rid of the saying well-coached football team – and we just replace it with... Sneaky athlete. Yeah. Can you let me finish? We're not replacing it with sneaky athlete. Well-coached football team. I now, instead of them saying that, I want them to say defensively somewhat sound type football team that um, plays a lot, decently good defense, not great offense, um, actually doesn't put up points very much, um, really struggles a little bit on offense and has a lot of seniors this year that aren't going to get drafted, but they're not sure. They'll still enter the draft. They'll have a pro, like a pro day, but they're probably not going to get drafted. A lot of the staff might move on after a while because you're probably going to win a few games, maybe go 7-5 to five for a while. Then they're probably going to get let go after a while because you can't get over the hump. That's the type of football team that they are. To me, well-coached is just shorter. Like, I think it can just stay. It's, it it's means the slightly same shorter. just means the same thing. Right. Yeah. But as long as people understand. Okay, that. now that they understand that that's what it means. What it means yeah. A bonus caveat, too, I think this helps a lot. Your head coach played defense in college. Yeah. 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 Like, when Will Muschamp was at South Carolina, they weren't even good, but they well were well-coached. Coached. Stoops, well-coached. I was well-coached. I was well-coached. Arkansas is like the perennial well-coached. well-coached. Oh, yeah. Yep. Really well-coached. Utah. Really? Utah's yep. well-coached. They put up points, though. Northwestern is the one I think of every Northwestern's year. Northwestern's well-coached. Well, it's because people love Pat Fitzgerald. That's what I, like, and, they and love him. play defense. Yep. Yeah, well-coached. Well-coached. Really well-coached. Yep. Speaking of well-coached. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that something that they say every week, too, in the press conferences? Yeah, I know we're well, saying in the media, yeah. but the head coach the head coaches always, always like, go yeah, well-coached well coached team. team. Well, yeah. Satterfield didn't say Kentucky was well-coached wow. today. Uh, you know what I would love to actually say one time, and just once, is like – and um, you guys would probably tell me that this has happened because it probably went viral or whatever. But I really would love the coach – and it's, n- it's never going to happen, but it would, it would actually make for great TV if the coach came out and said what they really thought about the other team. Like, because they all come out and go, like, you could almost script it. Like, you, they should skip what they think about each team. Because, like, okay, no offense to any of the media that cover Kentucky football. Thanks. But they, like, put out a tweet and they'll be like, oh, um, Mark Stoops had praise for Cunningham and Mark Stoops had praise for, like, Kyle Trust. It's like, yeah, no shit. What do you think he was going to say? Oh, sucks. Sorry, I can't. Oh, oh, dude, we literally got to a point in this podcast where I felt comfortable. Like, I'm not going to have to edit anything. You're going to have to be. And that. then, yeah. f- what are we like? We're a good hour and a half in. You just, thanks. Like, you know what I mean, though? Like, they're never going to. I would love for one coach to come out one time and just say what he really, really thought. I think that's what made the 2018 year all's team so fun because, like, the other teams would come out and talk shit about you guys. Not the coaches, the, the teams. They'd be like, oh, Benny Snelly's. Whatever. Okay, if you're – let's do that for this week. If you're Satterfield and Stoops, what would you say? If I'm Satterfield, well, though, yeah, I would say Satterfield I'd come out first. and I'd be like, hello, um, guys, thanks for coming out. Yep. Um, it's okay. been, been obviously coming off yeah. a good week against yep. Duke. Yep. Um, really good game. Um, we've got Kentucky this week. Fucking hate them. Uh, don't respect any of them or their staff. Um, they're coming to us. We can drink a lot of beer in the stand, so good luck not <laughs> copping abuse for the whole game. So that's going to be a big thing of ours to get the crowd real riled up. Yep. Um, Good luck them stopping Cunningham because they're tackling like tissue paper at the moment. <laughs> um, basically, one hand tackles, a lot of arm tackles, and uh, he's unstoppable. He could be the next Lamar Jackson. Uh, basically, we're just going to give him the ball and good luck stopping him. That's what I would say. Um, and their offense, it's not bad. Will Levis has been throwing a fair few picks recently. Yep. They seem to like to give the ball to Wondell. We'll probably double him. 
Um, and then good luck with the rest of the team beating us. Chris Rodriguez is going to be a handful, but that's all right. We'll just chop his knees first play of the game, see if we can tear his ACL or something, and then we'll go from there. So am Any I questions? Am I supposed to be Stoops now? You want to be Stoops? Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to bleep one thing, but I'll just come out and say Scott Satterfield's a p- I mean, he comes out, he, he, he doesn't like the L's down. We've waxed him for the past two years. They haven't done anything since Petrino left. Even then, we beat him, kicked the shit out of them when they had Lamar. Okay. They've, they've, we've beat him by 30 each of the past two years. Our own fucking punter can't even go and punt, but what, two or three times? Afraid he's going to lose the Ray Guy Award because we don't want him punting in garbage time against Louisville. Right. I mean, right. their defense is tissue paper. All they have is Cunningham. So what? I mean, the, the weak-ass ACC schedule, you barely beat UCF and almost stormed the field against – Gus Malzahn, like Mark, your um, your shirt seems a bit tight today. What's <laughs> going on there? Your glasses are fogged up. Huh? What's going on? Insult there, each other? Huh? No, I'm just asking you questions, Mark, because I'm, I'm the interviewee and you're up on the stool. Oh, I thought you were still playing Satterfield. No, no, I'm 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 now a reporter. Either. Would which, you like which to answer one? some more questions? Which, which yeah. one? Which reporter are you? Um, can you confirm or deny that you've been wearing black this year because it's slimming? Well, you see, we just got to go back to the drawing board on that one. We we've yeah, I mean, that's the, we don't want to give the game plan away, but I'm really just focused on building a good program here at Kentucky. Um, does your cleaner ever get annoyed about you shedding all that hair that you've got on top of your head? <laughs> well, you know, we'll, we will address that on Monday, um, but it's, it's been tough. I'm quite frankly not happy about it, but I'm just focused on building a good program here at Kentucky. And what about the carpal tunnel syndrome that you seem to have in your wrist from uh, OCD of shaking your coffee? Well, yeah, I just got to go back and grind the film, get back to work. Yeah. But um, back to work. N- no doubt. On to Cincinnati. No, yeah, just no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. I, I'm focused on building a, a, a good program here at Kentucky. Is that true or not true? Um, you're, no doubt. You've got, ticket, uh, you've got plane tickets in front of you no there doubt. that are on the way to, uh, they say Gainesville, yeah, no uh, doubt. Florida. What, what's, what's going no on there? Well, you see, you just got to go to Gainesville and, and, and just check out the weather and just some recruits because we're trying to, I'm committed to building a good program here at Kentucky. No doubt. You're recruiting someone out of Gainesville? No doubt. Are you recruiting him at the University of Florida's Athletic Department Center? Because I think that's where it's yeah, like Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's an interesting we'll, spot we'll to see. recruit him. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, uh, no doubt. No doubt. Well, thanks, Mark. We appreciate it. Yep, no doubt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> My other favorite thing in those interviews is they'll, like, they'll ask Satterfield this week about Wandell. What do you think of his year and stuff? Um, and hey, how, Yusuf's here. Uh, oh, okay. Time out. I'll go get no, him. Uh, we'll, we'll just wrap it up real quick. Yeah, okay. you, can, yeah. You go, can you get him? Yeah, I can get him. Yeah. Um, as Miles goes to get Yusuf, uh, we got Yusuf and D-Rob coming we're in. Still we on the, actually, we're still on the back end. Yeah, we're on the back end, but uh, <laughs> we end up getting the guys and we just throw it in uh, places, as you can see. Yeah. Um, Filling in the slots. Real quick, let's get a score prediction then for Louisville, Kentucky, um, and finish this thing off and we'll get to the boys so we can chuck that in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me a score prediction real quick and maybe just like a game event or something that you could see happening or transpiring throughout. Uh 45-20, Kentucky, uh, use of Corker pick six. Okay. Um, Company man. I think uh, I, I could see it being like maybe – see, I said it was going to be high scoring. I, I think we're going to be able to stop them a bit. I think 24 – I think they'll still put up a few points. Uh, I don't think they can stop us. I'll go 24-42, um, and I'll go um, just with last week – how he threw the picks again. And I'm, I know Will was kind of forcing it a little bit just because who, who we were playing. But I would say uh, Chris Rodriguez, maybe 200, 250 yards, three or four touchdowns. I could see us just handing it off to him a fair bit. Um, mm-hmm. So 
that's my that's my little prediction. What's up, Yusuf? And Miles, can we now that you're back in, can we just uh, finish off this last 30 seconds? What what's your game score for uh, Kentucky Louisville and maybe a game day prediction of a, an event that might go on? Just any event. I, I expect a few people to get pretty drunk. Yeah, as well. Okay. Um, I'll go Kentucky 52-42. Yep. And event for the day. Yep. I'll be celebrating Ravens, my sister's birthday that That's day. That's correct. And it's good to see you and Dan remembered it. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> She's a very special young lady. I don't know what I'm going to get her yet. i got to decide. She's a huge Adele fan. Could have taken her to the Kentucky-Louisville game. The new yeah. vi- you can get the new vinyl, the new record. Actually, she has a player. She likes it yeah, a lot. Good, I might yeah, do go. that. I yep. might do that. You're welcome. Happy birthday, okay. Raven. Yep. Sorry your uh, gift spoiled. She actually kind of had a close one this weekend. Bama money line. She mm. said they'd win. They kind of got into a pickle. Yep. They and let's let's finish this on the right note real quick yeah, here. Okay. Let's just – you want to jump to the interview, and then we can just finish – we can do our we're gonna, this gonna t- Well, we're waiting on D-Rob, so there'll okay, be 30 seconds. Fine. Yep. Um, Should we I ask just you what finish, the score prediction is? Uh, we'll ask him during the interview. <laughs> um, so just over the last 30 seconds here, just to get you guys off guard. Um, so obviously Thanksgiving this Thursday. Let's just say something that we're thankful for, please, on the show, and, and, then, uh, and then we'll wrap things up. Miles? Thankful for you all. So to see you all every week gives me a lot of joy. Yep. Brent? Um, I'm thankful for uh, your couch. It really saved it's my life. It's a nice one, isn't it? It really, really – back was a little sore, but I'm very thankful where I've been sleeping on the floor. Okay. Max? I'm thankful for a lot of things. Um, I guess this week probably what I'm most thankful for and what we alluded to is that this show will now be moving to Gainesville, <laughs> which is a bit warmer. And I don't like the cold. So the fact that head coach and us are moving on to Gainesville um, – Really nice. So I'm thankful for that. I'm going to be thankful for the warm weather. I like warm weather as well. What makes you like it so much better? Um, I would say I grew up in a, in a warm <laughs> continent. Yeah. Um, and now I've come here and I learned what snow was. I definitely don't like it. It's never snowed back where you are? No, never. Wow. In, the, in the country of Australia it has on the well, mountains, yeah. but not, not, not where Perth. You're from? Oh, wow. There you go. All right. Well, that'll do for this week. Hey, Brent. Wrap, thanks. Wrap. If you can turn up on time next time, wrap, that'd wrap be nice. Up. Yeah, I'll be there. Tin roof? Not one of us said we were thankful for the pinheads. <sighs> well, we are. That was implied. It's implied. It's like, implied. It's like saying they're a good, well-coached team. Like, yeah. it's just implied. Yeah. They're elite. Elite fans. Elite right. fans. Okay. Yeah. Good. Ciao. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Traveling in a fire.com.